0: Hey everyone, it's me, Idris, and today we have the remaining Patriots of the Year. We have some new Patriots and some returning Patriots. We're going to start with the returning Patriots this time. First up, we have Charlie Miles. Miles, Mr. Miles, rather. You left us. He took a mile path away from us, but now... It came back. That's all that matters. The mile marker starts here. You see all that I did right there. I'm very proud of myself. Thank you for being the Patriot. Thank you for supporting this show. Once again, thank you for your patronage. Up next, we have Demarcus Moreland. Demarcus, you're the one. You're a real one, my friend. Because you stepped out of the door and you said, wait a minute, there's something great here. And you came right back to us. That you wanted more. You wanted more. You see us did more and more, he wanted more of us. Anyhow, thank you for being the Patriot. We appreciate you. And now, on to some new Patriots, some new Patriots joining a team of the elite squad, even. Up first, we have King Morgan. Uh, wait, Morn Morgan, Morgan Morgan. You know, for a second, I almost said Mohegan, and then I, I realized that's probably wrong, but we fixed it either way. You're king, and I know you're king, not only because it's your name, but because you now are a patriot. Thank you for your patronage. Hopefully I didn't pull, uh, <clears throat> Sorry, butcher up your last name too badly, but uh, thank you for being a patriot. We appreciate you so very much. And last but not least, the last uh, f- new patriot of 2013 is Chris Rant. Chris Rand, we enjoy the fact that you are now here on Patreon. You get to enjoy the rant. You see what I did right there? You see, you guys are seeing what I'm I'm doing right here. This is amazing. I got to say some of my best work. Anyhow, thank you for being the Patriot. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate you. And hopefully you and all the Patriots enjoy uh, enjoy everything that's coming on in um, 2024. Uh, We're looking for a big year. And, um, you know, we appreciate all you guys because you are what make this show worthwhile. All right, guys. Love you. Peace. And Happy New Year.
1: Medium popcorn, we are two niggas, ball and move Yeah. Brandon Collins, that's me. And Justin Brown for your moving needs. Medium popcorn. You haven't seen it, well we're gonna spoil it Spoil it in your face That's your warning Uh. So if you get pissed, it's all your fault
2: Happy New Year and a happy Lang Syne, everybody It's your boy, Eddie Collins Guys, this is Justin Brown What the fuck did you just say? Is it a, oh it's all Lang Syne, right? What? When you say you Happy New Year, like in all the faithful we forgot. And what's the song?
0: I don't know. I haven't seen it in a
2: time. <laughs> it's when it's New Year's and everyone's singing and shit.
0: Yeah, I never sang that shit. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm too busy doing other things. The balls are <laughs> drops. I'm trying to drop my ball.
2: You, nigga, you, always, talk about, you always talk about fucking or pooping. It's never like I just say, hey, man, I had a regular <laughs> Tuesday. I went to Whole Foods. Like, it's just madness with you. But, everybody, we're, we're kicking off the new year. Happy New Year, Charlie Brown. Mm-hmm. We're, we're doing the Peanuts thing. We're actually going to be doing more Peanuts movies in God. shorts, I think, because Justin just recently <laughs> discovered that Apple TV has a plethora of new Peanuts stories to tell. Yeah. So. We're going to be digging into those. Uh, Mind you, they're not going to be as bold, probably, as some of these older cartoons. Because these older cartoons, I think they're a little bit nicer to Charlie Brown. (laughs) Because this one was released in 1986 on CBS. Yo, I texted you. I didn't, I I didn't, you say you hadn't seen it yet. But I was like, yo, did you watch Happy New Year, Charlie Brown? You are like, no. And I was like, I was just waiting for your reaction when Charlie Brown goes to drop off the invitation to the pretty red-haired girl. And he, he on, mind you, on the way there, he's like, man, I really hope my hand doesn't get stuck in the mailbox. Hey. And get stuck in the mailbox. He bursts through into her house, and he's like, hey, are you here? Uh, i want to invite you to a party. You want to you come? <laughs>
0: he's so my hand got stuck in his mailbox. Oh, God.
2: Bro, when we watched this, when Tati and I watched this, she's like, why is he so sad? Why is Charlie Brown the saddest kid on the planet?
0: (laughs) So a little context for me watching this film, I watched this with Jackson and Axel. Oh,
2: okay. okay.
0: Jackson found this to be the funniest thing he'd ever seen in his life. He was cackling. Really? Cackling. All the way through this, Axel's just like, okay, I'm just gonna play with shit. But Jackson thoroughly enjoyed this. Know what that means? <laughs> I don't know what that means about my son. <laughs> yeah, hey, He's got a good sense of humor. I mean, this movie was kind of, this,
2: this short's kind of crazy. I no, mean, no, no, <laughs> it's bonkers. I mean, Charlie Brown, I, I don't understand. How come no one else is reading War and Peace? Did, yeah, it's just him. Did Linus already read it? Like, I mean, Linus, ha- I was like, why does he know so much?
0: Well, it's also the fact is, like, Linus is a bitch, bro. (laughs) He he straight was like, oh, so this, uh, you know, the the writer's wife copied it seven times uh, while he was writing it, and you can't even just read it once. Yo, Linus, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Like, shut the fuck up, bro. Fuck you. Fuck your blanket.
2: Like, you you straight-up bitch. He's like, yo, it's about to be Christmas vacation. we got to sign War and Peace, and we have to write a report on it. Yo, who's your teacher? Yeah, also, mind you, Charlie Brown clearly has a reading disability
0: because he's constantly only on page five of this book. Well, I mean, Brandon... This is, is also War and Peace, and it's not like this is, is – have you read War and Peace? No, because I've seen <laughs> how big it is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't like, read really books that thick if it's something I'm really excited about. Like, that's the thing fair. is, like, you know, when yeah, I was younger you
0: – You only go thick if you're really into it.
2: Exactly. <laughs> um, but I, like, I think for me, like, that's where, like, you know, sometimes Tati and I butt heads, and, like, I get it. Like, I can't always do what I want to do, but hmm. when I was young and people like, especially teachers used to force shit on me. Like it was a subject I just didn't connect with and they would still be a dick about it. I'm like, well, you're making me like this even less. Right. Yeah. Like when reading was the only reading and writing were the only things I really enjoyed. But when I got forced to read something I really didn't want to fucking read. I like, I made a, I made a stink about it. Like I was that asshole. Cause then I, w- I, what I would do is I would learn everything I can about it and be a dick to the teacher because I'm like but, you force this on me. I don't want to be here. You don't want to be here, but we're here now.
0: But no, but it's not the teacher that forces me, it's curriculum.
2: Uh I mean I think in Michigan there was a lot of leeway.
0: Yeah, cuz like they like,
2: they had a lot of flexibility what they could teach.
0: It's cuz like there were different like, you know, subject matter that like it was like oh, you know, you read this and this and that. It's <laughs> <laughs> Most uh, a Teenage white girl <laughs> I will not read this sir <laughs> <clears throat> Mr. Anderson Why <laughs> Why am I reading this book right now I could be reading Harry Potter In the Sorcerer's Stone But you're making me read this <laughs> Do you know who my father is <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> I Damn Damn bro <laughs>
2: That's a hell of a way to start the new year. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Folks, with friends like these, who needs enemies? (laughs) Jesus
1: Christ.
0: (laughs) Okay. You know, Brandon, I apologize. That was a bit of a... you still laughing, everybody. You're
2: still cackling I can't, hard.
0: Thank you. <laughs> you know, Brandon. I, I apologize. I apologize. I'm gonna a new leaf in 24. In 2024, I, I apologize, Brandon. I probably shouldn't have said that. That wasn't nice. It wasn't nice. It wasn't in good taste. It wasn't in good taste.
2: That's all right. That's most of your jokes anyway. Uh, <laughs> this this special was was interesting because it felt like a setup. Like, Pepper Patty was clearly trying to fuck Charlie Brown.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. She was at least going to give him a handy over the fucking jeans. (laughs) (laughs) Over his corduroys. She's going to rub them off.
2: (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) What's funny is because I remember, like, the first party where I was like, I went with my friend Billy. I was like, what's going to happen tonight? He's like, I don't know. And then we both got hand jobs. <laughs> I remember being like, well, I didn't expect that to happen.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like these party things. <laughs> but,
2: yeah, whenever Peppermint Patty calls you, you know it's going to be some bullshit. Yep. She's like, hiya, Chuck. And then Tati was like, I thought Peppermint Patty was a lesbian with Marcy. I'm like, no. Yep. I was like, I think Peppermint Patty eventually finds discovers that she might be a lesbian. But Marcy's all about the dick. Cause I don't know mm-hmm. if you peeped, she was holding hands with Schroeder. Marcy's old, and she kisses Charlie Brown at the end. She kisses Charlie Brown at the end. She, in that French movie, she was hooking up with the one dude at the chateau. Yeah, yeah. Marcy, Marcy had been out here with slinging, you know, about that dick. Why are balloons surrounding? I thought <laughs> 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 I just had a stroke. <laughs> He's like, We all float down here, Georgie, and like, what just happened? Folks, you gotta watch the video to see what just happened
0: to me. <laughs> what the fuck was that, Brandon? Yo, I. At some point, you have to just send me the video of me just, just to look at my face, like what the fuck is happening right now. Like, what did you do to make balloons come up? Oh. Okay, sorry, <laughs> but yeah, but like, yeah, Mar Marcy is a is a low key turbo slut, bro
2: she's just a free young woman you know she's just enjoying it
3: <laughs>
2: oh uh, gosh but uh yeah peppermint patty's like oh yeah you know at the party you know you get the
0: boys get to ask the the girls and you get girl of your choice chuck and mm-hmm. i'm just like oh boy and then it's like, yeah, you know you get and invite the girl you know whatever girl you want It's like but peppermint patty it's at your house you're inviting me right now <laughs> The deed is already done. Yo, the tantrum she threw when she
2: found out that he invited uh, the little red-haired girl mm-hmm. was hilarious. <laughs> that, had, uh, that that would have scared the fuck out of me. I'd be like, I don't need to go to this house. <laughs> She's going to kill me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's going to take me down to her basement and show me her toys, which <laughs> is going to be her dad's tools and beat the shit out of me.
0: <laughs> misery. Straight misery. Mm-hmm
2: uh yo and then sally trying to get linus to invite her to the party and he said two burns which i was like god damn lass, he is an asshole because what he was like i wouldn't invite you to a chicken race i don't even know what that means but that sounds fucked up and then he said i wouldn't invite you to a garage
0: sale i was like god damn nigga bro linus linus if linus is out here today he definitely is red pill He's one of these red pill guys because how hard he went at it. Like, I'm not your sweet baboo. I'm like, bro, like you don't have to go that hard on her, man. Like, chill out.
2: But again, why didn't no one else have this big ass book? Charlie Brown walking around all over town reading this thing. He going to dance classes with the book. He going to the party with the book. He's doing
0: a slow, slow, quick, quick dance and shit. Sweating like a, sweating like a dog for some reason. Well, I mean, they should be sweating the way that they were dancing. Uh, Mojo in the chat said Linus gives uh Gordon Ramsay vibes. Very, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Linus, if if him and uh Susie actually did get uh married, Lucy? who's Susie? Uh, uh no, Sally. Sorry. Sally. Yeah. So, okay. Sally. Um, we were both wrong. <laughs> yeah, Lucy's um, a sister. That would be
2: weird. Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah, though I forgot uh, that they had a little brother named rerun. We'll talk about that in a sec. Cause then it goes, well, yeah, yeah we need to
0: talk about that too. Um, he, he's definitely abusive. There, there's no doubt in my mind. Oh Yeah. He whipping the, the line fuck out of not niggas not with that blanket in the in the kitchen. Oh yeah. I mean, he did do that. He did. do that. Or, you know, for sure. He's
2: into some kinky shit. He's definitely spanking his partner with that blanket.
0: No, or he's at least into some otorotic asphyxiation, you know, and choking himself like he's David Carradine in Thailand.
2: Oh, boy.
0: <laughs> what? Oh, what? Boy. what? Are we going to act like that's not how that man died? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Kung Fu, the legend, did not continue after Thailand. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about
2: rerun these square-ass
0: balloons. That was weird. Wait. When in creation is there a white child named Rerun? Yes, yeah, so I forgot about that. He pops up sporadically. I never knew that there was a rerun. Yeah, I forgot.
2: I forgot there was a there was a third one, but he, he doesn't talk. It's not like there's anything there. So it's just really random that they just had this little brother just blowing square balloons, which for me, I'm like, that's a moneymaker because you never see that. So I don't mm-hmm. know why you upset. You're going to be making, that's weird, bro. You're going to be on the news at least.
0: Yeah, true. That's true.
2: Mojo well, in the chat said every Charlie Brown episode goes off the rails. Absolutely. And folks, remember, you sign up a Patreon at patreoncom and You get to join us live. When we will record these episodes. Can we talk about Snoopy and Woodstock wearing tuxedos and top hats to the New Year's Eve party? Mm. What the fuck was that about? And they're popping up in Charlie Brown's window and shit. This nigga try to sleep. <laughs>
0: Okay. Okay, hold on. I'm sorry. I got I had to read more about rerun. <laughs> they call him rerun because it's basically uh, Lucy calls him a rerun because basically it's just Linus all over again. Uh, okay. Okay. And then Linus I mean he doesn't so like Linus. Yeah. So basically um uh, Linus just from that point keeps calling him rerun. Mm, got it. Okay, okay. It, it makes a little bit more sense. I did not know that was actually a character. Yeah. Oh, wait. He has an important role in the 2006 special. He's a bully, Charlie Brown? Oh, boy. <laughs> you yeah, there, that. <laughs>
2: there's that one, and there's one about, like, you're not going to win, Charlie Brown, or, like, you're not going to get the vote, Charlie Brown. I think he's running for class president. Like, we got to start getting deep into these Peanuts episodes. Oh, boy. Because there's a lot of – I think there's a lot there for us to, to dip our black toes into and there's even a Franklin. Oh. There's even a Franklin episode, because yeah. Franklin pops up on here like randomly, no lines, of course, just nigga jiggin'.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: They had that musical chairs game. Or
0: what? Well, yeah, I gotta or, say, Charlie Brown was boogieing though. Huh?
2: Oh yeah, he was on his tinkle toes and shit. But, the, like, thing is, ah, but ah. the thing is, but the thing is, Peppermint Patty's the one singing the song. So yeah, she gonna win because she knows when she's gonna stop singing.
0: That's true, that's true. I was like, that's <laughs>
2: so fucking crazy. No one's going to object to this?
0: The, the, that's true.
2: <laughs> she's like, you're in my house and we play musical chairs. Everybody does it when the music stops. <laughs> I was like, but to be fair, once you get her cadence, you understand when she's going to stop. So true. But it's also Charlie Brown. He's a fucking blockhead, so he doesn't,
0: <laughs> he doesn't know once, it was, which one. He was clearly
2: uh, blown up by fucking Rerun. Well, no. He also remembered he had a he had a concussion okay, from earlier in the episode when um, Lucy knocked him on uh, Linus with the
0: yeah with um with a snowball yeah. which she she threw as a bowling ball. Yep. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Lucy's not the one to fuck with. Oh no, no, no. I mean, she's she's running a scam where she's you know she's 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 getting five cents from motherfuckers, <laughs> for therapy. She barely listens too. Clearly not licensed.
2: (laughs) Yeah, she's not licensed. She's not listening. She don't give a fuck. Mm Mm-hmm. Lucy's just out here like, ooh, that nickel. And she got a little change jar and shit. Oh,
4: baby, a
0: nickel, another nickel. Ooh, baby, I got a nickel. Wait, is that a dollar? No, that's a nickel, and I love me some nickels. There's something about a nickel that really makes me wet. You know, when I I hear nickels jingling around in the can, it makes me moist. Nothing like a moist nickel. Oh, boy, I love me a nickel. I'm never
4: going to financially recover from that. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
2: also um who was serving the root beer that looked like poison um was that well i mean uh,
0: Snoop- snoopy smelled uh, <laughs> uh lucy's root beer
2: <laughs> it looked like poison i was like oh these niggas are all about to die
0: i mean uh, Brandon, this is an animated film <laughs> the root beer
2: well looked- there's all these part all these parties in these fucking peanuts
0: specials no adult well, supervision That that's the thing I was about to say. Where are the adults? This is New Year's, and you got a bunch of kids in your house, and you know, I I don't know, man. I I just. When I was a
2: kid, when I was a kid, I
0: was going over to no one's
2: house for New Year's. Exactly. Like when I was when I was this age, like I was very rarely spending holidays with other people. Mm Then that'd be weird. Yeah. Every holiday, these niggas are together. Yeah. Thanksgiving, Christmas, Halloween.
0: Isn't peanuts supposed to be based in Michigan?
2: <laughs> no, it's like a. No, we talked about this in the previous episode. I think it's in the Midwest. I think though.
0: Yeah, these are your people, man. Well, I mean, there's a there's a <laughs> lot of peanuts esque characters. That's where I'm from, absolutely.
2: But Wait, like you got a nigga named rerun. <laughs> <laughs> but mind you, I mean, the music that they had at this party, like they had like a New Orleans style band at this motherfucker. Yeah. I was like, who has a budget for this? UV said it's set in Minneapolis.
0: Mini- oh, okay. Yeah, Minnesota. Yeah.
2: But it's just like, I was like, where are, like, what's going on? And also, like you said, where are the parents? You got parent, you got teachers over here assigning war and peace for niggas. Asshole. What, Charlie Brown's, what, eight years old? Mm hmm. You got these kids going to this house unsupervised the little redhead girl leaves early she had the right idea but Charlie yeah. Brown's face yo when he realized that she left whew, that's so that's, that's on par that's with the like the briefcase and the mailbox <laughs> that's like <laughs> the same <laughs> level of the misery
0: so <laughs> this, this nigga is the thing. Can't win. <laughs> this, this this is my thing Linus is the worst kind of fucking friend oh yeah absolutely because he's straight up cock He's an agent of chaos. No, 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 no. No. He's just a piece of he's a he's a piece of garbage. It's not it's not chaos. He's just garbage. Because your friend is, is this girl he's like swooning over. She shows up to the party. He invited her. Yes. He invited your best friend invited this girl. You're like, oh yeah, yo, yeah, yeah. Charlie Brown's around here somewhere. Like, I have to get on.
2: stuck in a mailbox.
0: Yeah. So you don't even actually look for charlie brown like yo yo little redhead girl she's here bro yo here's your it's your opportunity he goes and spends the night dancing with her
2: oh yeah 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 uh, yeah i get what you're doing i get what you're talking about yo you have a big thing with that but yeah this is definitely the friend when they're older who fucks like every
0: chick that charlie brown has a crush on yeah listen man i'm gonna tell you he's like
1: man i
2: did
0: it for you i want to test it out and let you know that it was good (laughs) Linus would have gotten hands, bro. (laughs) Linus deserved hands, even though I don't think that Charlie Brown could actually serve up those hands. Because Linus got the he got the blanket, blanket,
3: yeah, he just slapping the shit out of
0: him, (laughs) and he's got anger on his side. You see the way he talks to his sister.
2: (laughs) So actually, this whole time we've been talking about how broken Charlie Brown is. It's up, but Linus is actually the real problem.
0: Yeah, Linus is Linus is his bully. That, that, that moonlights as his best friend. Well,
2: I, I mean, yes, he is. He is a bully to Charlie Brown. When you actually break down their friendship. But also remember, Elias is also the most unhinged. Yes, because Lucy has that creepy crush with Schroeder. Right. But Elias, between the great pumpkin shit and just like his random encyclopedia and knowledge, which shows that he's possibly a, a Saban of some sort. And then on top of that, like he's maniacal, like life is going to be a problem. Oh, Linus ends up being like Elon Musk or some shit.
0: (laughs) No. Linus is fucking. No, Linus has more of a personality than that.
2: (laughs) But he's a problem, though. You're right. Like, this this special definitely showed that
0: he's not a good friend. No, he's a cheese. He is the trash friend who, like, once you get to high school, y'all don't fuck with each other anymore. Oh,
2: yeah, maybe.
0: Now, you've asked this before in a previous Peanuts thing, which is.
2: Because I've always, I always had the impression that Lucy and Charlie Brown were the same age and that he was slightly older than Linus, but Linus and Charlie Brown are the same class, but Lucy, Peppermint Patty, and them aren't in this class together. So I'm Hmm. like, why is Charlie Brown and Linus getting assigned war and peace and no one else is like, you know, I'm just, I'm just very confused by that. Like, why is this kid the only one that's struggling to read this book? Or they posit that he's such a slow reader that that's why he has to do this.
0: Okay, so or, 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 or Brandon, Charlie Brown and Lucy are the same age. Charlie Brown got left back, <laughs> and that's why Lucy is so mean to him because Charlie Brown is best friends with little with her little brother. They're in the same class, but she knows that Charlie Brown is a as as he said a blockhead the blockhead and the fact so, that information won't go in his head so he can't be passed on to the to the fourth grade or whatever. That's terrible. Yeah, I know. I know. I know, Brandon. I don't make the rules, man. I just interpreted them. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm just interpreting what they're giving us. I think uh, Charlie Brown's been left back because it just, they very much, because Lucy doesn't come off as an older sibling to him.
2: No, no, no. Oh wait! Uh, you mean to? Well, well,
0: uh, well, I mean like no, no to Charlie Brown. I mean as like someone older than. Yeah, them. yeah.
2: It's not like an Angelica, Tommy Pickles, Chucky thing.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah. They come off like they're kind of equals, but his, um, his demeanor and just you know who he is socially. He's down, and something just tells me he got left back. I mean that's fine. It happens. No, no yeah. but, no, but it- he got left back. He got left back for it you just know
2: that <laughs> just makes it so much because you got Linus over here who's like younger than him now, being like, Nigga, you stupid. You can't read this book. You don't know what the writer went through and the what what his wife went through and shit. Oh, you know what, by the way, that girl you have
0: a crush on, I'm a fucker. I'm a fucker so hard. <laughs> I'ma put my blanket around her neck as I hit her from the back, Charlie Brown. <laughs> I'm a dog collar that girl. <laughs> Happy
2: New Year, niggas. <laughs> We're just kicking the door open on 2024,
0: huh? I'm gonna I'm gonna show the little red headed girl my great pumpkin. You just
2: wait. <laughs> Yo, that's the crazy thing is Linus might be that dude who legit like gets women to go out with him to the great pumpkin patch and shit.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, he's just and like, that big old pumpkin—he's—he's he, he's splatting a little something on in that field, if you know what I mean. He's dropping them seeds for next season.
2: That's <laughs> 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 so interesting because we always talk about how how broken Charlie Brown is, and now we're like, wait, no, is Linus actually the big villain of all this shit? Yes, I mean, Peppermint yes. Patty's
0: still fucking crazy
2: too. She's still a problem as well.
0: Oh yeah, but she's just horny, man. <laughs> She's just horny. She just she just needs to get them little the, the little peppermint until, rocks. <laughs> until fucking Charlie Brown starts looking up with Marcy
2: and then she kills both of them.
0: Oh no, see, Peppermint Patty is um is basically is basically Charlie Brown's bully. She's the bully in school. Wait, how many bullies who,
2: does he have?
0: Hold on. She she's a school bully, but she's like the girl bully who can beat up everybody.
2: Oh right? yeah 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 she and do. she
0: forces yeah, yeah. Charlie Brown to <laughs> to basically, you know, be, you know, be her 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 little her little booth thing because she's like like what are you going to do? Tell me no. <laughs> what are you going to do? Tell me no. Charlie Brown's first sexual conquest is going to be Peppermint Patty whether he likes it or not. <laughs> oh boy.
2: <laughs> I mean,
0: he might willingly go there after he finds out that Linus plot out the little red-haired girl. <laughs> no. I mean, if he really wants to get Linus, he has to go after Lucy, but he's not he, he's not intellectual enough to give Lucy the thing that she needs.
2: That's true. That's Because, yeah, Lucy's all about Schroeder. And, and because just- Schroeder... because
0: Schroeder... Schroeder's a musician. Schroeder listens to fucking classical music. He's listening to Beethoven he's and a shit. a Rolling
2: Stone. Like he's just going to be enjoying the role life.
0: No, no, but Schroeder's is, is higher mind. Mm. Lucy considers herself higher mind. Yeah, she's not, but she, she she considers herself that. Charlie Brown's not gonna be able to give her what she needs. He's gonna have to go with what's given to him, and that's Peppermint Patty. Peppermint Patty don't wear fucking shoes. She wears sandals every day, bro. Peppermint Patty has dirty feet twenty four seven. Yeah, that's Charlie Brown's best option right now, and that's gonna be his best option all the way through life. Mind you, that's going to be after she's already hooked up with Pigpen because they,
2: they have a lot in common. So,
0: Yeah, they dirty. <laughs> they just dirty. <laughs> they just dirty. The only difference between Peppermint Patty and fucking and is the fact that she wears sandals and he don't. And she take a bath every now and again. Brandon, like, listen, I'm breaking it down. Charlie Brown's first piece of action is going to be eating, eating Peppermint Patty's coochie as Marcy watches.
1: What just happened
2: What are we talking about I don't like it I don't like it at all Oh Jesus Oh Um, God Yo (laughs) At the end we find out that their new assignment Is crime and punishment And I'm like who is this teacher Yeah I know No one wants to read this shit in 1986, people had shit to do. It was the 80s.
0: Especially oh, in the suburbs
2: God. and shit. You had to keep your kids from being abducted. Yeah, that's true. That's true. This is it in the Midwest? Can't have them carrying big ass books that could weigh them down, make it easier
0: for yeah. them to get snatched. Yeah, that kid's gotta run unless you're gonna put that book in a lake and just oh. <laughs> use it as a fucking boat. You can row to safety. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I try to run, but this book bogged me down. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, dude. Um, I was really disappointed though that like we didn't get any any Franklin action. He was just he just popped up at the party. I'm like, when did they like get halfway through animating? Like, oh yeah, we forgot to put the nigga in.
0: Yeah, they're just like. No, oh, there's there's a nigga boy. Oh, put the nigga boy at the party. <laughs> He'll show up for the festivities. <laughs> they didn't even talk about what kind of food and drink they had available.
2: They had root beer. <laughs> they had the poison <laughs> with the moonshine jug <laughs> that looked crazy.
0: Yeah. That, also,
2: that looked- there were three Woodstock birds, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Because there, two of them were dancing together at the the dance okay. uh, school. So Snoopy yeah. just having an orgy with these birds. Well, maybe, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I I got nothing for that. All I know, is peppermint patty is gonna make fucking uh Charlie Brown, you know, uh, hit, hit her with the shocker. <laughs> oh boy,
2: folks, <laughs> just, there's only so much we could do. You be in the chat. Whoa. <laughs> I don't Uh-oh. even know what that means. Uh, Modro in the chat bro, said they had white women there, of course. Franklin was coming. Oh boy,
0: yeah, bro. He didn't have many options. He didn't have that's many true. options.
2: Yeah, when you grow up in an area like that, you don't have any options.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if he's in many, well, they've you know, never had a black female,
2: so, uh, peanuts character in these fun. specials
0: No because they're in Minnesota, they're not in Minneapolis. <laughs> okay, that's that's the main thing. They're in the suburbs, you're not, you're not finding no, you ain't you find no little black, uh, black girls out there. Mm. You got white on white on white, and nah, then man. and then you got snow on top of it. <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, I remember back in Michigan, there was like there was a decent amount of black girls, but they just were not fucking with me. Yeah, yeah, because I wore khakis and, you know, I read a lot of Goosebumps and shit. I guess. Hell,
0: yeah, you know, you want hey. the flu? <laughs> what? You weren't the flavor for them. It's okay. I wasn't. Unfortunately,
2: the only blackest thing that uh, was about me at the time was that I didn't have a father around. Right,
0: Justin? Hey, man, you said it, not me. I would never say anything like that and, and besmirch your good name. <laughs> you're,
2: you're the worst. You're, you're, you're like fucking Lucy.
0: <laughs> no, mine is. <laughs> Oh,
2: God. Oh, everybody, we learned Luckily, I live by code, Brandon. You don't live by no code. Yes, I do. (laughs) All right. Well, Justin, break down our rate system, baby. Stop calling me, baby. Uh, I will refuse.
0: (laughs) Who am I? Peppermint Patty? (laughs) Charlie Brown?
2: (laughs) No, you gotta say Chuck. (laughs) She never says Charlie Brown. I yeah, feel like she right. says
0: Charlie Brown, that means he's in trouble. <laughs> no, no. She's, she calls him Charlie Brown when he's ready to do work. Get over here, Charlie Brown. <laughs> Charlie Brown-ja. Anyhow, guys, you know how we do it. We rate movies back to popcorn, small, medium, large, and the xl for the exceptional. If a film doesn't deserve any popcorn, we throw it into the dog shit pile. We pile piles and piles of dog shit on top of it. So, Brandon, we watched the 1986 Charlie Brown's T- television special happy new year charlie brown another charles schultz and uh bill melendez banger what say you sir
2: yeah this gets a this gets a small it's it's fine it's not very memorable besides charlie brown like having uh you know a terrible pitch to the little redhead girl in, in her doorway mm-hmm. i was surprised he didn't get beat up by somebody whether it's her parents or a family dog um but yeah if it's just it was just it's quick it's 22 minutes it goes by fast but you're just kind of like it doesn't have the lasting impression of some of the other charlie brown specials that we've seen or obviously the feature films except with the longer stories um but nonetheless that charlie brown door doorway scene is pretty fucking hilarious i was not expecting that (laughs) and it was so sad i was like oh is this a real scene he's like hey would you come (laughs) like no one's answering his by the way he's just like what do you think are you Are you going to (laughs) come? Are going to come? He's sad, man. He's sad. (laughs) And then Lyle's just standing there. Not even helping him out. He's just standing there watching his friend struggle. He really is a terrible friend. My God. Man, new discovery every time we watch one of these.
0: Yep. Yep. Justin, what's your rating? I'm going to give it a medium, man. I'm going to give it a medium. And a lot of it is because I can't believe how much Jackson enjoyed this. Oh, okay. You know, what do you think he like, liked about it? I don't. I don't know. I, I, actually, I think he was laughing pretty hard at Charlie Brown's pain. And, <laughs> and like, I'm like, I don't know how at a young age he understands that this boy is the worst, but like, he seemed to really enjoy Charlie Brown, like just being, you know, put through the ringer. And he also found Snoopy to be really funny. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So, like, you know, I, you know, somehow he gets this and. That was just like, oh, that's weird, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it's it, it it was okay, but I I think you know for me what makes this worthwhile is the discoveries that we always get in reviewing these fucking terrible fucking specials, and it's that um, you know, Charles Schultz really had some shit going on.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, yeah, for sure, he had a lot going on his his crazy ass brain, but folks, that's our uh, that's our. Opening, That's our, well, this is our last episode of the year. Um, mm-hmm. We hope you all have been enjoying the ride. Uh, please tell your friends about the show. I know we get crazy sometimes, but we are just trying to make you all laugh and, like, let you all know whether or not a movie or, in this case, like a TV special or something like that, is worth your time. Um, as always, you can follow the show at p Podcast on all social media platforms, uh, p- particularly go to YouTube.com slash p Podcast or go to TikTok. Uh, both of those help us out a lot. Um, and you can also follow me at Frodo underscore blackens on threads and Instagram. I'm pretty much done with X these days besides promotional reasons. Um, and then uh, Justin, if you want to support the show financially as well as follow you, what can they do, man?
0: Guys, you can follow me at Jay Brown did it on the socials, uh, but you can uh, support this show. Patreon.com slash medium popcorn. We have $2, $5, $10 and $15 packages. So if you uh, love this show and you want bonus content you want um, you know our entire backlog of uh, episodes and just more and more and more because we're constantly adding uh, some fun stuff to patreon patreon is where you got to be and again it's patreon.com slash medium popcorn and um, leave us some voice messages you know we love to hear your voices on some of the movies that we're doing um, or just you know your takes on the show and such yeah. it's always fun because we will play those on air and that's three, four, seven, five, zero, eight, zero, nine, seven, eight. That's right. y'all. Yo.
2: Thank you so much for all your uh, support this year. We really appreciate it. And if money's tight, leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast application. We will read on the show, all that good stuff. But, um, you know, uh, oh, this is a long year. It's a real mm-hmm. long year. And we, we capped it off with uh, me quitting the show. Cause Justin makes fun of me
3: <laughs> not having a father.
2: <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I'm all sad now.
0: Oh god. alright.
2: 2024 will be brighter and better. No it won't. Will it? I hope so. No, it won't. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> but at least we'll be here to entertain y'all and make y'all laugh, all right? Indeed. That's all we got. Talk to y'all soon. Peace. Peace. Yeah.
4: It's for my dogs in the hood and the high rises girls with the booty holes. Open up your butts. Let's come together now, y'all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brandon. Yeah, 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 Tatiana. Oh, yeah, 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 And me, Justin. Podcasting all night long. Cause it helps us face the day And y'all make us strong Mm -hmm. To endure this pain We're thankful right now Your support makes it all worthwhile With all your help medium popcorn till we D-I-E What can a podcast do for me? It can make you laugh when you are down. What can a podcast do for me? It can give you insights you can't see. What can a podcast do for me? It can help you be the best fans there can they can be oh they can be they can be he can help you be the best fans there can be
2: yo what's up little biscuits and sun-dried tomatoes it's your boy eddie collins aka brandy collins and just want to wish y'all happy holidays from medium popcorn we wish you and your family all the best What's up, Little business? of Sun-Dried Tomatoes? This is your boy, Eddie Collins. Guys, and this is Justin Brown. And we know we just said the Happy New Year Charlie Brown episode was the final episode of the year. But we lied. Lies! That's right. Lies! We're doing an AMA and just an end-of-year recap Mm -hmm. um, for you folks. So please, please, if you like what we're doing, if you like the content... Take yourselves over to Patreon.com slash Media Popcorn. We need this money. Aegis is getting expensive because of inflation. Mm -hmm. Babies are expensive. Everything's expensive,
0: okay? Let me tell you guys something. Even if you don't like the show, you can hate subscribe. Yes, we're okay. With Please, that.
2: <laughs> I would love for someone to subscribe, just other, even under the two dollars tier, and you could just call us names all you want in the thread. We'll
0: read it. We'll read it
2: on the show. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna keep doing that. I need to feel good about myself in some
0: capacity. But yeah, I'm come dead on. inside, Brandon. That doesn't matter. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: And folks, you, we we laugh, but. Justin and I text outside of this show, you have no idea how real that is right now. So please, patreon.com slash media popcorn. Help us. Help us help you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But we did get quite a few uh, fan questions, Justin, for our AMA. But before we get to that, this show is powered by... Curtis Boyd's Juice Gummies. Mm. JuiceGummies.com. They got Punchberry Blue Ooh. and Cherry Lemonade, my personal favorite. And that's what Charity. I'm on right now. Now, uh, they got high dosages. These are like 30 milligrams, yeah. A piece? Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because our
2: boy Curtis was trying to get us to have one a piece. Oh, uh, well,
0: uh, well, actually, on the back of it, Brandon, it, it actually says 20 milligrams THC uh, CBD each. Apologies, everybody. 20
1: milligrams. <laughs>
0: It's on the package. It's on the package. You know, Curtis, next time you give us some shit, send us some copy, because is obviously off his John Rocca. Well,
2: even when we had the copy, remember we did those Bandscape ads? Yeah. Man, I mean, but then I felt bad. I was like, man, it's just like rambling madness about our pubes. And then I listen to other
0: podcasts. I'm like, these niggas talking about cutting their dicks and shit. Well, yeah, technically. I mean, that's why you you want to get those products so you yeah. don't cut your dick.
2: Exactly, because there
0: ain't nothing worse is when you get as you when you get a cut on your on your sack down there. You know that's that shit don't you know come. That happened to me one really time. Nicely.
2: That happened to me one time, and that's when I learned to stop using the the triple razor down there.
0: Wait you Using a, a razor, razor,
2: well, not like the, like a, a sharp razor, you're but you like a Gillette, yeah, like a Gillette. Why? Well, because at the time I didn't know anybody. Wait, better. wait, so basically, <laughs> you were just stretching out skin. I don't like the, the way you looked at me because now I'm immediately like, oh no, am I not supposed to use that? Which so you're just stretching
0: like. out your skin and trying to, yeah, oh, wow, boy, oh, yeah, boy. I was turtlenecking it. But anyhow, guys, check out uh, uh, Curtis uh, <laughs> Curtis's uh, edible uh, brand.
2: Uh, very good stuff. Once again, juicegummies.com, and that link will be in the show notes. So be sure to go there because the show notes has the link for Patreon, patreon.com slash media popcorn, mm-hmm. as well as Justin and I's social medias, and the show's links as well, the YouTube, the TikTok, all that
0: good stuff. Yeah, so if you want to holla at us, if you want to, like, holla, don't be hollering. We married, married. Ooh. But uh, you know, if you want to holler at us, like yell at us for something that we did, or said, go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. If you're an ex girlfriend and you just want to, sh- and you was like, "This is my opportunity to say something to this nigga." Hey, go ahead. Take the take the shot. Take your shot, baby. Why do you keep slamming the table? I'm slamming the table? Yeah,
2: I just keep hearing thud thud in between every other word. Because you say. I'm passionate, Brandon. Are you okay? I'm passionate. Are
4: you okay? No, I'm not, I, nigga. No. no, no,
0: no, 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 no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm passionate.
2: Folks, again, uh, I know we're supposed to get the questions, but again, <laughs> Patreon.com <laughs> slash media popcorn. Help the show. And if you used to subscribe, trust me, it's it's better. It's better. There's more engagement and you got hundreds of hours of new episodes to listen to. Mm-hmm. Even if you unsubscribe, like I would say, three months ago, there's mad content over there.
0: Yeah, this is always stuff. We it's got so we got things, Last of up. things.
2: And speaking of uh, Patreon, Sid from Patreon asked us, with the update that Majors is out at the MCU, what should they do with the King character, and/or should they just go to a new villain? And this is off the news that Jonathan Majors was um, found, uh, found guilty, guilty on two, on two of the f- right?
0: uh, two of the four uh, counts, uh, but not the most severe though, right? No, no. yeah,
2: but he's still. I mean. Yeah, like a uh, Marvel this has already been a meme, but Marvel had that uh you know, that termination letter in the, the drafts. You know, yeah. they had it ready to go.
0: Mm-hmm. Um I and, mean cuz it, cuz it came out like literally an hour yeah. after uh it was like, "Oh yeah, uh they they found him guilty." It's like, "Yep. Yeah, well, put the letter out." Yep. Yeah. And so you know, to that to
2: the point of that question, I don't know, man. I I think I haven't seen Loki season 2. yet. Mm-hmm. So, I've heard mixed things that they could give the Kang story an out. Yeah, they could. Right? They,
0: they really, did Which could negate
2: the whole, like, Council of Kings. Because I think that's the biggest thing that fucked them. I think if they hadn't had that tag at the end of uh, uh, Ant-Man mm-hmm. with the Council of Kings, I think this would be
0: way easier to, like, just be like, oh, yeah, we either recasted them or Kang's no longer a threat. See, but this is the thing with recasting. I think... Uh what I think what Marvel is afraid of is if you recast King, uh, you're going to have, uh, there's the association of whoever takes on that role, they're taking on the role of, of the character that was definite, that was recast because this guy couldn't hold his personal shit and, and he assaulted a woman, you know, to, to, to some degree. Uh, so I think it's uh, just the fact that everyone knows why, Mm-hmm. I think that Marvel will likely step away from it. From King, right? For, yeah, from Kang. I think so too. Else. I think from
2: what I've heard is that they're pivoting straight to just making the Avengers a two part Secret Wars movie. Yeah. Which for me, I'm like, I don't know. Based on what I understand about Secret Wars, I remember the comic series a little bit, that storyline. Mm. But that would require them, I feel like, unless they're really taking from very beginning, like Wesley Snipes Blade shit. Mm. That would require even twice as much buildup than, like, the Infinity Saga. Because that's so many characters. There's so many different iterations of the characters coming together, right? I don't know, man. I think I think if they get to a point where you literally have had to see every
0: Marvel-related comic book movie ever, that's nuts. So, um, I mean, listen, every single podcast... You know, which is movie related, especially yeah. Marvel. Covered Marvel has been uh, putting some things out. Yeah. Um, you know, Screen Crush, you know, uh, everything always. All, all Everyone wants
2: Dr. Doom, but like, you yeah. don't want to blow your low deck. Like, Dr. Doom is a fucking.
0: Yeah. It, it, that could be it. one of the best comic book villains ever put on screen if they do it right, Finally. So, uh, and I, I think it would be rushed to put Dr. Doom out yes, there absolutely. right now. But I did hear some, I, I, I think it was Everything Always uh, that spoke about this, where they may think about just ending uh, Avengers altogether. And then just moving on to mutants, uh, MC the MCU moving on to the mutants uh, for the time being, and then you know kind of pivoting for a while, and then maybe bringing them back. Basically, the the universe, the MCU, the I guess uh, this universe ends. And yeah, but that's so frustrating though. Right when it's getting more diverse and inclusive, they're gonna
2: end the shit just to reboot and do mutants. Yeah. That's that's shitty, man. But then again, at the that's same the reason point. why I haven't fucked with the new Ghostbusters. I've I've heard good things about the the latest one, mm. but I'm like, uh, fuck that movie, man. Like the way that they treated that female cast, yeah. they essentially threw them all under the bus. Yeah, they did. And especially Kirsten Wig, I feel like that kind of fucked up her career a little bit. I, I, you know I, what you I mean? You haven't seen like,
0: her in that. May, may yeah, and I'm
2: like, that. what happened? Like Leslie Jones talks about, she's like, fuck, like just fuck us, okay? Yeah, like that's. That sucks, and so for me, I'm like, you know, as long as if it's good storytelling,
0: but I'll be, I'll buy this, a ticket. This is the thing, though. I think is uh, because of the fact is that things haven't necessarily been going uh, well for the MCU yeah. as, as of recent. They're just like, maybe we just get out of this, and then we just go to the uh, to the X Men because the X Men, Fantastic Four, yeah. that's the shit that everybody wants to see. Right. It is. It is. So, now, I admit,
2: I, I'd rather see an X-Men movie than a fucking, like, uh, like Eternals 2. Uh, you knows. know what I mean? Like, I'd rather, I, there's a lot of things i rather see, with especially with X-Men, than it would be to, you know, foul, you know Captain America with uh, Brave New World and stuff like that. I, yeah. And it sucks to say that. But, like, it's true, because now they have the tools. I just want more good Spider-Man movies. Mm. Without inter- interference with the Sony universe, whatever the fuck they're doing. And I wanna see I want to see a new Wolverine. Yep. I wanna see what they do with that. I wanna see a new blade. But that doesn't have to build up to some big ass Avengers like thing. I think that's where they fucked up. Mm. I think they either should have completely pivoted and done something different, or you gotta pause that shit for a few years. Cause I yeah. still think I still think about the opening night of seeing Avengers. Yeah. Endgame. That's one of the best movies experiences of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to top that. No. So. Never. Spider-Man came close. Because of enough of those moments where you're like, yeah. oh, shit, they did it?
0: Yeah.
2: Um, but in regards to, like, comic books, it's Black Panther, Endgame, and Spider-Man. That's that, And that's a tough uh, No trail. Way Home. Yeah, No Way yeah, Home. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. I think the MCU is completely fucked. I, especially given, like, the comic book movie genre. You know, I think that Aquaman 2 comes out this weekend. I could finally talk about it. I saw a test screening of that back in, like, I think we saw it in June, right before we left L.A., and it was god-awful. It's so bad. They were doing so many test screenings. People, once they heard of Aquaman 2, they left. Like, at least 10 people left. And then, like, the graphics weren't finished, but it already looked terrible. The story was god-awful. It was so boring.
0: Oh, boy. And it was just like, that's what y'all following up with your most successful comic book movie? Cool. I mean, that seems like what they just do over there yeah. at DC. And that's the thing. Everybody's just like, you know, um, uh, James Gunn, he's going to save the DC. And like, I don't know, bro. He's already done more damage than he's done good. And it was, I was like, oh, I, I have faith in him. For wh- why? Well, I don't know if that was fully his decision to make the whole announcement about the slate. That could have been a David Zasloff thing, similar to uh, Bob Chapek with the Marvel shit. So, but but this is the thing. But that's why I say, why do you think that he's going to be the uh, the savior of it? Because when it really comes down to it, the studio has been fucking up all of these movies uh, yeah. prior to this. Yeah. So when it so, you know, he's 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 not above the studio. The studio's going to do what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. So, and if if they keep on putting their hands in everything and and fucking yeah. up the pot. You know, what What makes us think that he's going to be able to hold them back?
2: He'll have Car blanche for, for Sp- Superman. But if that does not do well, either critically or, or commercially, like he has a tall order to meet. Yep. If that doesn't work, he's fucked. Yeah, they're coming for him. Yeah. And they're going to be all up in his business. But to our producer UV's question in the chat, what is the answer to the question? Which I guess <laughs> should be they should go with a new villain. That's kind of what we're saying.
0: I I guess they should go with a new villain. Uh, I mean, a part of me... It is just like maybe they just do just recast uh, Kang and just and, and just and play it out. I mean, because I mean, I, I've, we've talked yeah. about it in a podcast before. Uh, Damson Idris, uh, you know, I'd love to see him uh, take on that role. Um, it's funny. Um, some people tweeted John Boyega, and he was like, Nope, yeah, yeah, yeah i, and I, I he's in a drift like, No, nah. you know, and then there's another, uh, another group of people who are saying, What if we get like an older grizzled? Like you know, uh, Kang, who's actually played by Denzel Washington. Like that could be interesting, but it's like, it, are they gonna be able to get Denzel Washington no, to do that? No,
2: you no. would have to have you would have to have a director that he unequivocally trusts, mm-hmm. and that script would have to be phenomenal.
0: Yeah, and considering no. that they write a lot no, of no. shit on the fly, those scripts, yeah, yeah, because you know they're gonna have to sign Denzel to like what a three picture deal. At least And and those are running Pretty concurrent Yeah it,
2: it would be like A Josh Brolin deal Whatever he did But just Obviously a higher rate Yeah Because it's Denzel But mm-hmm. um, Yeah and he would Brolin. have to Wear a bunch of different outfits Yeah that, I don't Denzel's not gonna do it Yeah he ain't gonna do it He I, I think I also think that uh I don't think the character's worth it At this point I don't think audiences Are really giving a fuck the threat that he's supposed to be that got to me like got diluted greatly with a Ant Man Ant-Man three. See, but that's the so thing. I'm like,
0: why even bother? Th- that's the thing. If <clears throat> because that character is so diluted, you bring in somebody else, uh, you bring in somebody else uh, to do it, and then they could go fucking ball to the wall with and, and like it's, it's like you know try to you know it's a course career yeah. and like in, in if they're gonna do that and they go with an older version of him um, an older version you know of Kang who's you know who's just completely just like nah fuck everything you know that could work but it's that just that was like, supposed to be the guy from Quantumania though well it, he was it, supposed it, to be so bad they banished him
2: to the fucking yeah That's what made no sense. If he was just one of the kings, it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, we can get a taste of how bad he's going to be. But he was supposed to be that nigga. Yeah.
0: So it made, it was
2: literally like, it's like if I like popped up as a villain. Put it like this.
0: Put it like this. Uh, You know, know, this is, we're all just, we're playing here, right? That happens. He fucked up and got sucked into that fucking machine thing, right? He's not dead. He's just been sucked deeper into, like into another realm. He eventually comes out, and he comes out now. He's older because in that realm, you know, time uh, works differently. That's why he's older, and that's why he's fucking lost, completely lost it. Because mm. so he had to sit there for X amount of years, basically seething over the fact is that I lost the fucking Ant Man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, I'm just saying it could work. It could. I like see. I guess I I'm, I'm a little worth. bit. I'm I'm from the old schools. So like this show must go on. Yeah, it's comic books. You know how many villains they can pick? True. There's so many villains no, they can pick but that but are like, powerful and shit. I, I, I'm not a big, that's like, hey, let's just, let's pull the fucking uh, ripcord and, you know, let, let's nope out of this character. It's like, all you have to do is do good writing and you can make the character work. A good actor can make that character work. and am not saying Jonathan Majors wasn't a, isn't a good actor. But I'm saying it's like a good actor, a good script, they can make the character work. It's just like you guys have to think higher. It, you know what I'm saying? It, it, well, it can work. They you were know?
2: confident in their script. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like They're having imposter syndrome now. Yeah. They're shooketh. because <laughs> Shut up. Why? <laughs> What's with the ifs? I don't know why. Said, you you, te- you texted me yeah, that as well. I texted yesterday. Yeah, Because, <laughs> uh, folks, I... Uh, <laughs> I had an interview that I bombed greatly, and I was just like, "Man, I've never bombed an interview like that." I'm shooketh, and I texted to Justin, so that's why he's like, "Why do you keep bringing
0: that up?" <laughs> yeah, what's the ifs? <laughs> but
2: listen, I think I think just move on from Kang. I get what you're saying though, but um, because we gotta move on, we have way more questions. I know, we're, I know. We're, we're doing 50, minute, fifty minutes per question at this rate, we're in trouble. Oh baby, um, but yeah, we'll see what they do. I, I don't think there's gonna be any immediate announcements, but. You know, I I think comic book movies in general, that's a very tough genre to be in right now. It just happens to be unfortunate timing because right when they're increasing their diversity and inclusion, that's when the box office receipts are not there. And I don't think it's because of the quote-unquote woke agenda that a lot of uh, people uh, in the conservative and the things think. Uh, I think it's much more... I think it genuinely is superhero fatigue Mm. because we've gotten too many mediocre superhero movies Mm. and not enough inventive ones, especially Marvel Got to this place where they're very, very picky about which director they let do their
0: own thing. Yeah, and how long they let them do their own thing. Honestly, they're they're starting to uh, do DC. Yeah, yeah,
2: because it's becoming part of a machine. Ryan Coogler, first Black Panther, he got got to do his what he wanted to do. Taika Waititi, his first Thor, got to do what he wanted to do. But then the sequels is like, all right, you got to do be in your own sandbox here. But now you need to incorporate these toys into your sandbox. Mm. And that's why everything felt so overstuffed. Yeah. Like with black Panther, Wakanda forever and Thor Four. I just don't know what the fuck that was. That was all over the fucking place. Um, I, it was, it's just, it's very weird how Marvel has gone about developing things. I think getting into the TV shit was a mistake. Um,
0: I don't think it was a mistake. I think they should have spread out a lot of that (sighs) content. They were doing, they they were pumping, they were trying to pump out way too much stuff. And then there's just like, oh, it's all connected. So you yeah, got to watch this ooh. to watch that uh, to understand that. That's that was the problem.
2: Yeah, but like, um, and we're gonna go to the next question in a second. But for me, doing the movie, theatrical movies, and then streaming television,
0: mm-hmm.
2: it doesn't it it diluted the value of the theatrical releases.
0: Yeah, I feel, I feel, because if you're
2: putting as much money into the TV shows as you are to the features, then Okay, if you care just as much about your TV shows, I'm just going to wait till everything's on the TV so it's all under one thing. I don't have to go back and forth and shit. Mm. Um, and also, streaming has just been, if you're not Netflix, it's just been a uphill battle Yeah, right there. Yeah. But uh, next question. I believe this came from Twitter. Uh, they said, what's up, guys? Happy holidays. Hope all is well with your families. Thanks again for the podcast, especially the theme song. Just wondering if you guys reviewed The Dance of Tomorrow or Volcano. These two are my guilty pleasures. Thanks, your homie from Lake Charles, Louisiana. We've not done either one of those, surprisingly.
4: No, no, no. Uh,
2: and I've watched both of them not too long ago. Really? Yeah, because uh, there's like um, this app I have, and they have a 24-7 Disasters movie channel. And so both of those movies have frequented that. I think we definitely need to do Volcano, Yuvia. If that's not on the list. That's Don Cheeto, Tommy Lee Jones, and it's fucking nuts about a volcano in LA. Um, but uh, what was the other one? Day after tomorrow, it's fine. Yes, yeah, Dennis it, Quaid. It's it fine. I,
0: I don't remember a volcano.
2: Yeah. Um, you don't remember volcano?
0: No. It
2: came out around the same time. Uh, it came about the same year as Nathan's Peak. Yeah, don't remember it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remembered it. Because <laughs> I was like, this is weird as fuck. <laughs> uh, okay, but Yeah, we'll add them to the list But I think Volcano will be a lot more fun Day After Tomorrow is just like Another disaster movie where you see New York Get fucked up um, And it's just a It's it's kind of boring The only good thing about uh, Day After Tomorrow Is to introduced me to Emmy Rosum. I was like, that's a cute white girl right there
0: mm, mm.
2: Alright Next question From John on Patreon Your picks for most slept-on film of the year.
0: Uh, uh, Rustin. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I I feel like a lot of people didn't see that. Um, And I think Rustin, and I think uh, overall, I think people really – you know, oh, well, I mean, because it's kind of you know a black movie. Uh, they clone Tyrone. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I definitely agree with they clone Tyrone. I think that that was a lot of black people watched it and then talked about it for a second, and then it's just a flash in the pan. And I think it was incredibly creative what they did. Um, and I and I hope that uh, the riot director gets to tell more stories and stuff like that. Um, yeah, but. Uh, for me, I would say maybe Dungeons & Dragons. I thought that was a very like palatable movie for folks that are not fans of the franchise. Um, incredibly charming.
0: Actually I I think Blue Beetle was actually a pretty uh, fun movie. I actually kind of enjoyed that. It movie. was fun, but it's another superhero movie. No, it's, I know it's, I, yeah. it's a superhero movie, but it's also a DC movie. Yeah. And everybody you know everybody anything DC comes out and you know and I think a lot of us do this. Mm. We're just like, "Ah, and we know it's going to be trash," yeah. but it actually wasn't uh it wasn't bad. I I actually found it uh very um, you know, charming. Okay. Uh, you being in the chat asked Godzilla minus one.
2: I don't think Godzilla Council, Godzilla was not, um was not slept on. Godzilla is the reason why I saw Godzilla minus one is because I had two friends at the same time, including John, who just uh, asked this question, text me at the same time, being like, Hey, you should watch Godzilla minus one. Mm. And I was like, Oh And oh, you shit. told me the, the same thing. I was like, Oh shit, okay. And then I watched it, I was like, damn, it's like a war movie with Godzilla. This is fucking crazy. It's mostly about PTSD. By the way, Godzilla minus one. Like, I, I could tell how they did it, but better train sequence than fucking Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One.
0: And Tom Cruise really did that shit. I mean, that, that's that's, that, that's saying a lot because Mission Impossible, that was uh, that movie slapped, baby.
2: You know what it is? I think when Mission Impossible, and that we did our review on Patreon, folks, for Dead Reckoning Part One. I think that they overexposed Tom Cruise doing his stunts.
0: Oh, before the movie. I think they
2: did too many behind the scenes showing you how he's doing it versus like, he does, we watch the movie, we see him do that shit. We're like, what the fuck? And then we find out, yeah, he really did that. Yeah. Because I think they just showed us too much and so I'm watching the movie and I'm like, oh, he did this to be like, see guys, see how impressive I am? Yeah. And especially given how Keanu's so low key about all the stunts he does with John Wick and they came out the same year, I think
0: that no, wait. Was Mission Impossible that came out during the strike? Yeah, definitely. that's why they did it. Because the way of promoting, kind of uh, promoting the movie.
2: Yeah, but they were doing that for the previous two ones too.
0: Mm, uh, yeah, that's true.
2: Like that's when true. he was running, um, yeah, they had almost yeah.
0: like those specials that yeah, they played exactly. on YouTube and Yeah, it, it, I th-
2: or Alamo and stuff like that. Yeah, know. like they showed him a lot.
0: Yeah, they should do that after the fact. Exactly. You know, yeah. That's why you have a director's cut. Yeah. <laughs> Not direct. I mean, the, the DVD commentary, and the, you know, and all that kind of shit.
2: And in regards to uh, your comment about Blue Beetle, Blue Galen in the chat said George uh, Lopez was hilarious at Blue Beetle.
0: Oh, absolutely.
2: Yeah. And remember, folks, you can uh, join us live, and we're recording these episodes in the future at patreoncom slash You get access to our Zoom recordings when we uh, do these episodes. Before we release them, to determine who gets to listen to them, because sometimes we say some wild
0: shit. Mm-hmm. We're, like, we're just like, oh yeah, that's got to go to Patreon. Yep. <laughs> All
2: right, Yuvia, come on to ask the next question. All
3: right, next question is from the No Country show with JD and Dave. asks Why does Brandon hate on a perfectly? Decent Indiana Jones movie <laughs> follow up with why is he so comfortable being wrong? Mm. Mm. Coming for you, Brandon. and folks,
2: that was not a uh, AI. That was our producer Yuvia um, <laughs> asking that question. Brandon's high, guys. I'm so <laughs> high
1: right now, dude.
2: I feel like everyone's audio is <laughs> fucked up. I don't know, man. But my brain is on a different level right now. <laughs> I was like, you. I think you gotta, first you gotta of all, read this. <laughs> listen. First of all, I don't hate. It was not a decent Indiana Jones. Wait, which, which, the last one? He's talking one? about the last one. Yeah, I, I was. I, Dave I, is, this is Dave trolling me I, because he knows I hated the Indiana Jones uh, 5. I, I thought it was incredibly boring. This, and you know me, Justin. Mm. I think it's sacrilege to take out your phone during a fucking movie. Mm-hmm. I saw this at an AMC. It was all better off. It's not Alamo. Mm. So I was just like, halfway through, I'm like, fuck it, what's going on with the weather? Like, I'm like, I'm
0: so bored. I mean, it, it was a long movie.
2: It was so boring. It looked expensive as fuck because they had to de-age the fuck out of Harrison Ford. Yeah. And I was like, y'all spent like $300 million on this? <laughs> I know I said $300. dollars <laughs> <laughs> but three hundred
0: billion
2: million on this? Come on. I'm not wrong. And I'm not comfortable being wrong. But I'll admit when I'm wrong, I'm not wrong about this. That movie
0: sucked. But you that know That movie was
2: over-budgeted.
0: I I I will I will say this about they just about killed off Shia LaBeouf. They're like, yeah, that nigga did. <laughs> he went to the yeah, war. Yeah, yeah. He, he died in Vietnam, right? I
2: don't know. They just like, oh yeah, he went to war and died. There probably wasn't even a war at this time. <laughs> he
0: just he was a war with himself, <laughs> with
2: a haircut, um, looking he, like John Travolta from Greece.
0: You know what? Swingled I I'll just say shit. this: if it wasn't if it wasn't for the if if, if you were a person that was not was comfortable with um I'm sorry was uh, not comfortable with being wrong. I don't know if we could do this podcast. <laughs> mm. You know what I'm saying? You know, being self-aware yeah. is also very important. Yeah. At least to me. And folks,
2: you can listen to our whole review on Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, or whatever the fuck it was called, on Patreon, at patreon.com/media popcorn. I believe it starts it's under our $5 tier, in memory serves. So just listen to it there. You can get my whole spiel on why I thought that movie was uh, fucking dog shit It's just uh, So It was offensively bad And that's the problem Is like People like James Matagold Who did a fantastic job With like Films like Ferrari Versus Ford uh, Logan Shit like that They wanted him to do For Logan What he did for Logan For Indiana Jones And it didn't work. You got to stop getting these guys to try to replicate the magic of the first time they did. Same with David Gordon Green. He did a fantastic job rebooting Halloween. It got a little messy. But then they're like, oh, but you can do the same thing for Exorcist. That shit was terrible. Mm. Like, stop giving these niggas these opportunities. Like, stop trying to chase
0: after the thing that worked the first time. Well, that's the thing. Stop trying to chase a style, a look, a feel. Yeah, that, it doesn't work. It I'm doesn't losing my off.
2: mind with all these fucking. I feel like it's gonna be a matter of time before we see a bunch of fucking Mattel movies coming out.
0: Oh, they're coming. I know Barney's coming, and then they get uh, a ball, I think, or some shit. No, 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 no. no. There's another fucking um, um, movie that's coming. for Roly Poly. Roly, roly Poly. I don't know. No, it, it's not trolls it, It's it's one of those Is it that uh, No, no uh, Is that
2: it that bear nigga? No Skinner. What was his it's name? It's not Teddy cab- Ruxpin
0: Is that the Cabbage Patch Kids It's another uh, doll it. uh, That they had I can't remember exactly which one it
2: was Teddy Ruxman was creepy as hell, man mm-hmm. You know, double D batteries Your
0: friend sh- is all I'd like to be
2: Oh, you uh, in the chat just confirmed American Girl doll
0: American Girl, that's what it was Yeah Well, you can do some stuff with that But
2: I really hope that y'all don't see in the trades uh screenwriter Brandon Collins is doing uh hungry hungry hippos scripts. <laughs> like, oh man. All right, um, next question. From Curtis on Patreon. They wrote Brandon, the UV is
0: gonna read. The... Why can't I do it? <laughs> because yeah, take a breather, man. Take a breather, baby Go ahead, UV. You, yeah. you need a
3: breather, Brandon, but it's okay. <laughs> All right, our next questions from Curtis, our Patreon. Um what popcorn score would you give 2023's year of visual entertainment media as a whole?
0: Mm. That's tough. It's a, that's I think that's really tough because the strike was going on. Mm. So, you know, we didn't get that much. Yeah. And a lot of the things that we got, it was it seemed like they were just unloading their trash cans on us, but then we got a few good things. <laughs> Uh, which kind of, I don't know. It, it, that, that's, that, that's a tough one. I, I think,
2: uh, I'm giving it a large. Really? Yeah, man. I mean, like, yeah, the strikes were shitty as fuck, but dude, we got, we got across the Spider-Verse. We got, uh, some of the best video games of my lifetime.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Cause we're talking about like the entertainment industry, right? Yeah. Uh, I think podcasting's never been better. Um, uh, music is booming, especially live entertainment. Well, I mean, no, this is visual, but, uh, like that's being translated to like successful movies like Taylor Swift shit, mm. Beyonce's did okay. Like, I don't know, man. I thought like today, like I'm mean, not today, but this year actually for entertainment was pretty solid. I think compared to what's coming, I think this is going to look like the best years of our lives. Because of the strike, we're gonna be like, it's gonna be so much repeat entertainment unless no, it's live.
0: I, you know what? I mean, you, you, you're making it. There's deal. no new
2: shows. There's no new movies it's, unless it's gonna be a huge international boom possibly.
0: Well, I mean, this which this, has already been kind of happening so. this year also saw the boom of fucking Tubi, like Tubi went you know went fucking nuts. Yeah, and I gotta say, I know we do the Tubi like you know Wednesdays on Patreon
2: stuff, and we we do watch some crazy shit on Tubi, but I'm happy that it exists. Yeah, because it's a I place mean, for Black creatives primarily mm-hmm. to post their shit. It's fucking nuts, but <laughs> everyone who's creative <laughs> is fucking crazy. Yeah. You know, people were like shitting on <laughs> shitting on Tubi, be like John the Bages would be in a bunch of movies in about two yep. years, which is probably true, but you know at least there'll be a platform for him to be able to do something with his career. If he really loves acting and he does his work to rehabilitate himself and to make amends. Yeah, that's true.
0: You know, that's true. It's people got to eat. I'll give, so you know what? I'll upgrade it from the medium. I mean, the small, I was going to give it to a medium. Okay. Yeah, to a medium because the things that did come out of the studio were trash. Oh, yeah, big studio movies were pretty, pretty bad. Yeah, a a lot of them, not not all of them, but a lot of them were complete and out of trash. Yeah. Uh, But, like, we did get a lot of, like, good independent, like, the the smaller tier um, uh, artists got to uh, unleash their stuff and got to get a little play, which is actually definitely a plus. Absolutely. What you got, Yuvia? All right.
3: Our next question is from Patreon, from Sid. Are there any upcoming films in 2024 that y'all are looking forward to seeing? I feel 2024 is going to be a nice reset year for films. <sighs>
2: uh Deadpool three. Yeah. Yeah. Just because one, I want to see Hugh Jetman did get a great send off as Logan and Logan, but I always, there's an opportunity to see him as Wolverine. I'm going to watch that shit.
0: Yeah. And it's also yeah.
2: what, what about this movie made, made him, him want to yeah. come back? Yeah, but I think it's also going to be a good barometer of where the comic book industry, like comic book movie genre, is going to go. Mm. I think that movie's going to make a billion dollars, probably. But if it makes a billion dollars just because it like had a lot of fun cameos, but ultimately the story sucked mm. and it felt like a cash grab and soured people even more in the genre then that's a problem. Now, if it's a return to form for Marvel, then maybe we're cooking here. But um, 2024, what else?
0: I'm I'm kind of going down the list, and I'm just like, and nothing is really jumping off the screen There's, to me.
2: Because the Batman 2 is not coming out until 2025. I'm trying to think of what's definitely going to still come out. Dune 2, not really. Like, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens, but I'm not hyped for it. Um, and you being in the chat is asking is because of the strikes? Absolutely. You know, Hollywood being shut down for six months, even even Beetlejuice 2, which was almost done. I think they had to come back after the strikes for one week of filming. And I'm mixed on that, Beetlejuice 2, just because I feel like it might be a little bit too much like Beetlejuice meets Wednesday. Mm. And we've already seen both of those, so I don't, you know. But if Michael Keaton felt compelled to come back as Beetlejuice because He's already got money, so it can't really be a cash grab mm. unless you know something we don't. Um, I don't know, like maybe the
0: script was good. Okay, I got one movie Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. I, I, w- love, I love the Planet of the Apes of uh, the recent, but
2: uh, you know, this one takes place like 300 mm-hmm. years after the previous one, right? After three, yeah, it's like way in the future. But Caesar's still alive. No, Caesar died in the last one. Caesar died in the one with Woody Harrelson. Oh, that's
0: right, that's right, that's right.
2: Yes, but this is 300 years after that one. Oh. So, no, like, the the main protagonist apparently doesn't even know who Caesar is.
0: Hmm. Okay. So,
2: I'm like, it's a complete reset, but in the same world. And so, that's what makes me hesitant. Yeah. I think graphics-wise, it's going to look phenomenal. Yeah. But
0: in regards to story, that's where I'm like, ugh. We got also Bad Boys Four. I'm like, you know, I love me some bad boys. I, I know,
2: man. I you I, know I just thing?
0: don't I, I just don't know after you know, after the Will Smith, you know, uh thing how it's gonna go. You know how you do <sighs> this you can't do it though. You can't the
2: only way that you can make this kind of like not feel weird with Bad Boys Four is if Chris Rock secretly has a cameo in it. But mm. that's never gonna happen. But that wouldn't that like break the world wouldn't it that would. like it would. Wouldn't that heal so many wounds? <laughs> it would. You know what I mean? Especially if like if it's Chris Rock cameoing and making a joke at Will's dispense.
0: And he gets to slap him in the movie. He has to slap him in the movie. Or do something that, he, like he, 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 had he No, has. no. He has to slap him in mm, the face I mean, in the movie.
2: That that would make I it think, okay. I think based on what we've seen in their interviews, I think both of them have too many too big of egos to to do that but that would be that would heal so many wounds
0: okay all right we also got a quiet place day one i'm interested i'm interested i'm
2: interested in the cast is lapina nyonga and that uh joseph quinn from the last season of stranger things mm-hmm. um who looks like on the show like he had like that was a great performance i forgot what the character's name but he was like the best thing about the last season mm-hmm. even though i quite liked the last season of stranger mm-hmm. things but have you seen him without, like, the crazy 80s rock hair and shit? No. When he's just, like, you know, set up, like, fashion, like, by your GQ costume designer? No. He looks fucking hot, dude. He's going to be the next big thing. <laughs> no, I'm not even, like, joking. <laughs> he about looks it. hot. <laughs> no, it's like a... You know the kid that plays Steve with the hair and shit? Yeah. It's like that, but this kid's a better actor, I think. So mm-hmm. I think
0: he's... I think he's going to be the next big thing. Yeah, okay. Well, I, well, I mean, listen. A, a, a lot of people come out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> like I that. I'm not saying he's not going to be, but, but you know, you know
2: what? I actually am excited for that too, because it's very rare for some fucking reason. Well, we all know the reason that Lupita the like after winning an Oscar, I think she's only had like maybe a handful of really big budget, like in person roles. Mm-hmm. It's always behind a fucking CGI yeah. creature, or some shit, you know? Um, so I I am excited because of that. All right, Yuvia, next question. She reminded us that Legend of the White Dragon is coming out in 2024, the David uh, Jason David Frank movie. I'm sorry. I'm not, we can't do it. We can't do it. Maybe we'll watch it and determine if we can do a, uh, a review on it, but... What, I do, and be nice? I, I don't want to do it. I don't want to force it. If we can't be nice, if we can't be authentic, I don't want to do it. Because sure. I also don't want to, like, be...
0: You know, I, we, oh, hold on. I'm also looking towards uh, Beverly Hills Cop 4. Uh, oh, trailer. yeah. I'm surprised you haven't brought it up at all yeah. since the trailer came out. You didn't even text about it. Huh?
2: You didn't even text about it. It was weird. Well, you, you know, Listen, Eddie, my son is
0: named after the I know, character. I know. It's <laughs> so
2: crazy. But, man, Eddie Murphy, is he like almost
0: 65? No, I don't think he's uh, 60 yet. Are you sure? Oh, let's look him up. Yeah. <laughs> look but, him up. But we got either a smart way, machine looks in front of us.
2: You have three smart machines in front of you, by the way. <laughs> Justin That's has it. a fucking triple monitor, folks, in front of him. It's so weird. Oh, he's 62. He's, he's 62. 62. He looks fucking fantastic.
0: Yeah. I watched that Candy Cane Lane, though, movie. Oh, not good. <sighs> I, I just did the rant oh, on it. Jesus Christ. The rant's going to be dropping oh. uh, next week on Thursday. Okay, at first I didn't hear rats, and then I was like, ew, Justin.
2: Um, <laughs> never mind. He said, But Candy Cane Lane, man, oof. I wanted to like it, and I was just like, "There's, I don't know what went
0: wrong, but something bad happened." (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what went wrong. They, um, they were trying too hard. They were trying too hard. Am I right in remembering that the
2: plot is really just he's he got laid off and he's trying to win that Christmas light show, but then it becomes like this weird magical. Christmas thing, yes, and then he's going to be turned into a miniature. Like, it took a left it took turn, an ornament, it took a left turn immediately.
0: Like, like it, what, I thought it was going to be like some weird, like, all right, I guess I, this is the movie. I, then, I, I don't want to just say, hey, you know, I, I, I'm i just going to completely just, just like you don't have to listen to the rant anymore because I'm going to say what I got to say here. Well, I just was but,
2: confirming what the plot was. I'm but, like, wait, did
0: it do I'll that? I'll just say this it would have been better if they played it more like a horror film. Mm. But had some comedy, uh, comedy elements in it. Got it. They, they, they really took it in the wrong direction. It was too ridiculous for um where they where the movie was actually going. Yeah, if they played I it a like little straighter, yeah, if they played it a little straighter, it actually could have been pretty good. Um, maybe, man. No, if they, if they played up the horror element of it, but I mean, that's a whole other conversation. Let's go to the next question. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Chris Reb was creepy in that too. Yeah, yeah I don't like it. Yeah.
3: All right, next question is from Darren on Patreon. I might've brought this up at last year's recap, but with the way the studios are so quickly putting their movies onto streaming services, it really feels like they're training us to not bother watching their movies in the theater, unless it's a big budget tentpole event film. Every time I see someone talk about a film they really liked on social media, someone says, always says, where is it streaming in the comments? Like the idea of a movie playing in the theater doesn't even occur to people anymore. I saw The Holdovers, enjoyed it in the theaters, and it was put on video on demand three weeks later. I was going to see Saltburn in theaters, but then they announced it'll be on Prime less than a month after it came out. If I owned Stockton theaters, I'd be pissed at the studios right now. If a movie like Goodwill Hunting or Fargo came out today, it'd probably throw it onto streaming and quickly forgotten. It's not enough for a movie to be good to get a decent run in the theaters anymore. It has to be an exceptional must-see event, which usually means sequels, prequels, reboots, MCU, DCU, or horror films. Any movie that isn't that gets treated like an afterthought. So what do you guys think? Am I just an old man ranting, or is streaming starting to make movies feel more disposable like it did music? Also, apologize for this long-ass Corsese-like rant.
0: Well, Shout Uh, out to
2: Darren first of all, Darren Patterson, what's yeah. up brother? What's um, up? Who also bought some stuff from the wish list, which is nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also don't watch Saul Byrne. It's God awful. Um, and disgusting. There's some, if, if I made you watch Saul Byrne, Justin, you would, you would probably quit the podcast. Yeah, Nothing can make, well, you, quit, man. you wouldn't quit the podcast, but you, would, nothing else you, to would, do. <laughs> you would be questioning whether or not you stay with the podcast. I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. I, it, the, every roundtable I've done uh, with a like, creative exec or uh, you know um, had a production at a studio the past few months um, because of this group I'm part of there's always a question what separates theatrical from streaming in regards to priority for your production company or mm-hmm. studios and people struggle to answer it yeah like everything is easily I don't want to say disposable but it's you can easily put it on the streamer versus yeah. like putting the money in for a theatrical release. Yeah. And it's it sucks to hear that as like a creative as a writer that wants to see their movie on a theater screen. You know, like that's the big thing. And to know that it might just get regulated to Netflix after I get to go to a premiere in a movie theater. Yeah. That's that's a bit of a bummer.
0: Yeah, I I, I, I yeah, fucked I, this I, unless unless it has unless it is like an epic and and that's and the, but that's not even saying that it's going to end up on um, you know the, the theater yeah. for long much to what uh, Darren was saying. Yeah, you know, it, it's really hard to say.
2: Yeah, I just don't want us to go where movie going to movie theater is like vintage. You know what I mean? Where yeah. like that's like the cool old thing you used to do and it's like
0: I, I don't want that for for cinema. Well, you, you know what it, it, and not even just for cinema, just for us as people. I think that as, as a whole, as a society, we're moving more insular mm-hmm. and we're moving away from other people. Yep. It's just like having those, you know, times where we actually do spend time with other people, where we sit, you know, you know, as a collective and watching something. There's something behind that, you know, the live aspect of, you know, comedy is yep. just, you know, music and a like it, it, it takes everything and it kicks it up a notch it makes it so much better and when you're sitting at home and you can be distracted on your phone you could you know go back and you know pause it and go you know grab like it's not the same thing yeah so like or even just like the fact that there is no live tv anymore you know it's kind of taken it's taking that aspect away of hey you had to be there or like hey you know Sit down, pay attention because this is a yeah. once in a lifetime opportunity. All that is just like, no, I'll just watch it again tomorrow or I'll watch yeah. it again five minutes from now.
2: Now, you be in the chat said, like, Wally, like, we're all becoming like Wally. Um, but that gives a point. Pixar, Disney's actually re releasing Turning Red, um, Soul, and I think Luca in the theaters the first mm-hmm. three months of the, the coming year. Yeah. Which I think, I think these studios that are not Netflix and Apple are going to try to recalibrate audiences expectations of what goes on a streamer yeah um and what should be theatrical what should be like valued as theatrical because that's where all the money is mm-hmm. for everybody but i was listening to a podcast today called the town and it sounds like these these studios are terrified of making the hard decision which would be to kill their streaming platform but it's better for business yeah their streaming platforms are just money pits yeah and 100% <laughs> they're like, Netflix beat everybody. It's over. The streaming wars are over. Yeah. By a mile. Once WB and Disney are about to... Li- they're licensing back to Netflix, which they vow not to do when they start their platforms. Yep. That makes no sense. And then you be be reminded in the chat, Paramount's and talks with, merging with WB. I listened to this podcast. The guy on there argued that that shouldn't happen. He said they're both losing. Like, he's like, <laughs> just... Negative one plus one equals zero. Like you're not, <laughs> you're not improving. So um, I I don't know. I it's a very it's very scary to know that the industry is just not what it was when I was growing up in regards to just a movie going experience. Like I said, like I get nostalgia for an experience I had in the movie theater. When did uh, Endgame come out?
0: Uh, Three in years ago. Yeah, 2019 or 18.
2: That shouldn't be. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm nostalgic for that moment again, like, and I, I worry that that's one of the few last times I'm gonna be like old and be like, oh yeah, last time I felt good in a the movie theater,
0: whatever the community experience was, Endgame. Mm. That's that's weird. And you know what? And as a performer, it's taking the luster out of the, I, 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 out of the whole thing. Mm. It, you know, You I mean, as an actor, no, no as a performer. Because it, it, it's it's not just about acting either. Mm. Because everything is affected uh, by this. Because it's you know, it, it's a trickle down effect. You yeah. know, what I'm saying every as you know the um, the movie industry affects everything else because it is the big big money maker. You know, so you know it's really kind of it's siphoning out uh, everywhere. Yeah. So like it's really just like the people who were able to you know to make it and survived or, you know, thrived in old Hollywood. It's just like, they didn't realize it was the end of an era. Yes. And the crazy thing is old Hollywood is only about five years ago. Mm -hmm. Nuts. Oh yeah. I mean, just the mediums changed so much
2: and everyone was chasing after Netflix and they got egg on their face now. Yep. They got played. You played yourself. But I mean that is really tough, like, because how would you, as a big studio, let's say Paramount Plus is over. Mm. No, I'll, I'll go with easier one. Peacock. I just paid 1999 for a year of Peacock. Mm. NBC Universal determines Peacock. We're just fucking losing money, like, and they they're losing hundreds of millions of dollars. We got to close Peacock down. Do I get any of that money back? Nope. But then now I'm a mad customer, and now I'm gonna have like. Negative thoughts. Anytime I see anything universal NBC related, no, all they're gonna do is as a viewer, they're gonna run Peacock until the end of the year,
0: Mm. and then it's done.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's very few psychopaths that booked like
0: ten years of Peacock. Well, yeah, if (laughs) if you did that, you know, sorry, bro. This is a hell of a deal, (laughs) Peacock. You can have my money for the next twenty years. You're not going anywhere. weird that was weird
2: all right you have a next question all
3: right next question is from CeeLo on Facebook do you think Coyote versus Acme will live up to the rumored hype if brought and released from WB
2: all right and folks if you're wondering what this is about so essentially Warner Brothers which notoriously canceled the Batgirl movie did so with Coyote versus Acme, which uh, started John Cena, and I believe it's going to be about um, the Coyote suing Acme because none of their um, their Dynamite yeah. shit ever worked against the Roadrunner. Funny concept, funny premise. Mm-hmm. Um, they, the creatives, the uproar caused Warner Brothers to announce that they were going to allow the creatives to try to sell Coyote versus uh, Acme to another studio or streamer. So far, no one's taking a bite. I think the movie's probably good, but not good enough to either pay Warner Brothers close to the 70 mil that they spent on the budget, mm. um, not including what they would have to do to market it. Um, I think it's just like, hey, it's, it'd be cool if someone picked it up, but we're not going to. Yeah. Which doesn't mean that it's bad. It's just, if, if it's undeniable, then someone would have picked it up. Apple or Netflix, someone would have picked it up. I think it's crazy that Warner Brothers just like, hey, take our IP. On our platform, Um, so it sounds like they. This just feels nasty, man. I I can't imagine being a writer, a creative, a director, even an actor who works years on a project, really happy with it, it tests well. You think it's gonna come out in theaters, and then your studio's just like not only is it not coming out, but it's never gonna see
0: the light of day. Yeah, we're gonna burn. It's crazy. Which is, I think, another part of it is the fact is it's like the rights. Right, so if they make this movie and they sell it to somebody else, there has to be something in there where it's like, yeah, you can have this movie, but if it d- if it's successful, stuff like that, yeah. we still own the rights to do whatever we want, you know, as far as sequels and things like that. So buying this movie doesn't necessarily make another, mm. you know, streamer company or whatever. It doesn't give them the rights to then use that indefinitely or go further with it. So it may just not be worth it for somebody to buy it, considering the fact is that. Essentially, all of the proceeds are going back uh, to WB, you know?
2: Yeah, I think for me, I also think about what about the people that aren't getting paid because it's not getting a theatrical release. I mean, obviously, some of the actors probably have some kind of percentage that the box office takes, so they're taking an L. But I'm thinking about the graphic, uh, the visual effects and stuff like that. I imagine that probably whoever did the visual effects in this movie, they had a contract with WB where they got paid. Up front or something mm. But that Marvel book Dude I read There's some VFX's uh, uh, Production houses That their Their uh, money From the project Comes from the box office So they're betting Like sometimes Like the people Like running that Those uh You know uh, Designer companies mm. They'll bet That the movie Will be successful Because they want to get The bid For the animation Yeah And so they'll be like Oh we'll just Don't pay us now We'll take the, some Of the box office In hopes that It's going to be a hit and then you do graphic design, which was Academy Award winning for the life of Pi, where you had that fucking terrifying looking tiger on a boat. Mm-hmm. The people that won an Oscar during that night, they were talking about how they were going bankrupt. Because, you know what I mean? Because you're rolling the dice and thinking, hoping that a movie going to be successful that you're working on. Yeah. And then you get fucked. Or you get paid like the bare, bare minimum to then budget with your team that are killing themselves to get these effects out. Yeah. Now, WB... And that's a different beast than Marvel, you know, the stuff we've heard about that. Mm. But those are also things I think about now, too, that I have the knowledge. I'm like, I got to think about that. Like, those are people you don't hear about. Yeah, that's wild. This this industry is fucking nuts. The deeper you get into it, it smells like shit. (laughs) But yeah, I guess I'm a pig because I want to
0: roll around in it. Um, so uh, UV on, on the next series of questions We'll just do one at a time And then we'll uh, answer them And you just uh, p- drop the next one on Oh yeah, yeah, Go ahead
3: Okay our next five questions Are going to be from Erica on Patreon The Came first the one shotgun is questions. Bow, bow. Will you guys ever do another episode With both of your wives
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> we did an indecent exposure no, a Indecent proposal <laughs> yeah, I mean, There was some indecent
2: exposure though what? That's a Freudian slip. <laughs> I'm just joking. There was no
0: nudity when we recorded that episode.
2: Um, I don't see why not. Yeah, I mean, not. Uh, I think Paul is a little bit more microphone shy than Tati is. Uh,
0: no, I, I think it's just how, we, you know, work making that work. Okay. Yeah, it's like the scheduling of that is, okay. is, is going to be a little rough. <laughs> but okay. I mean, when we live up the block from each other, yes, it's a lot yes. easier to, to make that happen. Yeah.
2: But it was also weird. That was a weird movie. Like, I've been hoping that we would do something a little, a little bit more. uh... (laughs) Lighthearted?
0: Yeah, I guess that's the
2: one. Because we're, like, doing a movie about, not only about a divorce, like, a divorcing couple. Infidelity. Infidelity. Money's involved. Like, And they were like, hey, Brandon and Justin, would y'all fuck? Like a man to get this money for us? And we were like, yeah? It was like a weird... (laughs) (laughs) I'll do anything. (laughs) For the sex? (laughs) So, yes, uh, we're definitely open to doing an episode with our wives. Um, Just got to figure out the right one and uh, logistically just figure that out as well yeah
0: and the guys if you're wondering about that episode that's an indecent proposal uh not indecent, <laughs> <but> exposure i was <laughs> just thinking about what i was um actually um you know collared for a few years back what know <laughs> all right Evie, what we got next
3: next question is has anyone told justin that he looks like the singer joe
0: <laughs> you know it's funny so uh, my sister, you know, she, she's worked in the industry. She's a hairdresser. She's done mu- movies, videos, there's, like, fashion shows and all that stuff like that. And uh, she worked a lot in the music industry in, like, the 90s for, like, a lot of the main big stars. And she was like, Joe, and I've seen him in concert, and I, mm. I will attest this, he has a fantastic voice. Yeah, He's amazing He's live. Joe. I
2: want to know. Yeah. Where well, he got that velvety like, voice from.
0: And I remember my sister saying, it's just like, um, you know, Joe's voice is like one of the best out there, but and he probably would have went a lot, a lot farther if he, if he wasn't ugly. So I don't know how to take that. Oh, I was like, where's the story
1: going? Is Justin yeah, yeah. trying to say he sings really well. <laughs> no, no, so I don't know how to take look that. At that. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> I mean, I don't see it. I, when you came in today, you had this winter coat on. I said you look like Ray J if he were part of Jagged Edge." But I honestly, and I've seen him in person. I and I joked about this at the beginning of the the mm. show. You look like Omar Epps. Oh yeah, he's just I've, darker.
0: I, I've, I've like actually
2: those. having seen him. Even like your height, like well, I'm also bad at reading height apparently. Yeah, yeah. But for what I
0: saw, <laughs> <laughs> you two are very similar,
2: folks. If you're like not sure what I'm talking about, I thought I uh, thought Jamie Lee Curse is what six seven or some
0: shit. <laughs> she's like she's like six five. I'm like what. <laughs> You're like five eleven, um, yeah. I've gotten Omar since I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. So
2: yeah, it is what it is, you
0: know. Yeah, but, uh, but no, but, but I'll take
2: it. I, I yeah. don't think offense to it. <laughs> Next question,
3: pow. Next question: How did Brandon find out about his internship in California? Does he regret doing it in the light of the writer's strike?
2: Mm. Mm. Um, how did I find out? I actually was down here recording. I just recorded an Africa roundtable for the last season of Blackish with Anthony Anderson and Tracy Ellis Ross, hmm. and it was really, it was a really important moment for me because I finally got, to, I got to tell a creative like person that they had a profound impact on me, and I've always been gun shy about that. I've been around like Chris Rock, and I even saw Donald Glover today, and I was like, I could talk to him, but I'm not going to. And this is the first time I was like. I'm going to tell these people how much they had impact on my life, and I got to tell them that the episode—I think it's episode season three—it was the Obama election episode, and I got to tell them that their because of their chemistry and because of their writing on that episode and Anthony Anderson and Tracy Ellis Ross's delivery at that dialogue they were able to articulate the fear that I had in myself about when Obama got elected and just black people's fear of what might happen.
0: Oh yeah. To Just like, they're going to shoot this. Exactly. <laughs> and
2: I was like, and that was powerful to me because for a long time, especially in situations like that, I've struggled to articulate my anxiety and my fear because I don't want to sound overdramatic or like, you know, someone that's jinxing shit and stuff like that. And I got to tell them that. And then I got off the, I got off the call. I was like, man, I, I really did that. That was dope. And then my phone took a call from LA, mm. and then that's when you know they said I got into the program, and that was that freaked me out because I knew there was a real, there was a good chance I might get it, but I knew if that happens, I have to change my whole life within yeah. a month. I had to quit my job. I had to prepare to move to LA. I had to prepare to be paying to live in LA and New York. I had to prepare to be away from my wife for about six months. Um, but do I regret regret it with the strike? No.
0: Probably a little bittersweet.
2: It's bittersweet, absolutely, because the timing just wasn't great. Um, there's some things in the program that didn't happen that were supposed to happen, but that would have probably set me up for a better place if the strike hadn't happened. But there's already things in motion that, you know, if the strike hadn't happened, that might have put me in a different direction uh, where I'd be now career-wise. But everything happens for a reason. I truly believe that. And my Rolodex is insane. Mm. It's just about me figuring out how I want to utilize it. Yeah. And H- how you because I'm going to have, that. I'm going to have one or two shots with the people in these, in this, my Rolodex. And folks, when I say I have a Rolodex, I've told Justin offline, some of the people I have contact info now for. And so I would never give that back for anything. I had cre- incredible mentors, um, from the studio. Malcolm D. Lee was a phenomenal mentor. And even despite you know our mixed feelings of some of his previous work, um, getting to hear him and his process working on the Best Man series and how he came up with that story, how he wrote those characters um, and getting linked up with his team of Blackmail Productions. I, I would No, I, would, I don't regret anything. Um, I, there's things I would know now that I wish I'd known then, but you don't know what you don't know. And I've given myself a lot of grace um, you know, the past few months in just coming to terms with I didn't know. Yeah. And so I couldn't even make an educated decision about certain things. Yeah. Um, But I'm, I'm happy with what I wrote there. I'm happy with the experience I have. I'm happy with the network I created and I'm working on a lot of stuff that I can actually send to people now. And I have the confidence to send to people now because before that only fans of the show knew that I wrote stuff.
0: Yeah.
2: Sure. I, my, even my wife didn't read the script that I submitted for the program. She had no idea. She's like, what the fuck would you even send to them i was like yeah, i've had the script yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i wrote it i don't know um but yeah i appreciate the questionnaire all right
3: next question are you guys open to do more themed podcast months for example will smith movies
0: yeah yeah, yeah for sure I, I don't see why not um, probably won't start with Will Smith. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Cause I know how Brandon feels. God I'm, uh, damn I'm not, it, for, I'm not scared of it. Uh, but well, I'm right. not scared of it. It's just, it's tough because yeah, yeah, I, I know. Cause you have mixed feelings about it because yeah, of how bro, everything went down. Um, like even
2: Chris, dude, did you watch that Chris Rock, Kevin Hart thing on Netflix? No. So Kevin Hart referenced it. Kevin Hart and Chappelle referenced the slap a few times in that documentary. Mm. Chris never talks about it in that documentary. I don't know if it's because he was like, save all this for when I do my special. But this came out like almost a year after the special came out. Mm. Right. And so for me, I'm like, I think he still really heard about that.
0: Understandable.
2: You know, like that's, that's fucked up. And he doesn't
0: want to give it power.
2: Yeah, because people in the document, his brother talks about it. They're like, he did all this work and to get emasculated like that.
0: Well, and then it's the fact and then it's they like that they still made him
2: do the remor- the award. They didn't stop the show. they like, if Seinfeld gotten slapped, it would be all kinds of, you know, graphics and shit. Like, we'll be right back in a jiffy. Yeah, you know, it's it's crazy. Well, I, I so think it's hard for me to. That's why the Will Smith stuff is.
0: And, and it's like you know he's Chris Rock, and then like you have people who just know him as the guy who got slapped by Will Smith. Which is, you know, it basically that's taken over, you know, the bulk of a, you know, a very prom not promising, you know, um, you know, a fantastic um, career, oh, yeah. you know, and, and all of a sudden this is like, he's a guy who got slapped. Like that's, it's not fair to him. Yep. No. yeah. And What's everything cra- he's done. Yeah.
2: What is crazy though about Will Smith? And you'll be able to answer your question for the chat, which is which uh, theme will we pick um, to Will Smith though? Everybody loves a comeback. And we talked earlier about Bad Boys 4.
0: Mm.
2: Everybody loves a comeback story. And to be, it just hurts me as a lifelong fan, but there's so many celebrities that have had comebacks that have done far worse shit. 100%. 100%. Far worse. 100%. And we actually know kind of the source of why Will Smith lost his mind. Because Jada's always doing an interview. So yeah. we're just reminded of why he went crazy. Yeah. Right? Um, I'm just, I, I, it sucks to be a Will Smith fan. These days, and to an extent, Chris Rock, because I don't think he is special, handled the situation the best either. But I think both of them, with time, will figure it out. We'll find a way to make the fans feel whole again in yeah. supporting both of them.
0: Oh, and that's another thing that's been thrown around Will Smith uh, coming into Marvel and being a big bat. Mm. Which would be interesting.
2: I can see if there's a Hell Mary. If I'm Kevin Feige and there's a Hail Mary I want to make, it's not the worst. I just don't think, I, like I said, I just don't think the King character is working.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. I, no but I if you were to throw a Hail Mary. And you and you get Will Smith, which I think that's far more attainable than, than I think fucking it is. Denzel.
2: I think, I think Will Smith is open to doing Marvel shit, if he wasn't before.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. See, if you got Will Smith as Kang, yo. Let's go. Let's That's go. I think. Ooh, you
2: put a you made a really good point. I think Will Smith and even like someone like The Rock, those are attainable talents right now. Yeah, because The Rock got a little bruised up with the whole, uh, you know, Black Adam. I'm not going back to Fast and Furious, and then he ended up showing up because you're like yeah. he needs a hit. Um well, mm, I can see that. Yeah, but I, I don't know, man. I just, I just, yeah. I also don't care anymore. I think there's there's way worse shit that happened this year, but I'm like, I care more about that now. Like, I don't know. I think I'm getting to my
0: point in my life where I'm like Yeah, what well, this, this yeah. it doesn't have the same weight. Yeah, it, it doesn't does. it doesn't matter. And uh to UV in the chat, yeah. Will Smith did um uh the Hancock. Suicide s- Squad as and, well as and Hancock. Yeah,
2: suicide, yeah. Hancock
0: was great. I, I enjoyed Hancock. So yeah, that's a, that's an older uh, film at, at this point. Yeah,
2: it wasn't bad until we got to that weird ass twist with Charlie Theron, and then I was like, "Now, yeah, this is yeah, yeah." Well, yeah, yeah, but like Jason Bateman and him had good chemistry. I mean, yeah, Will Smith has good chemistry with everybody except for <laughs> his Chris wife. Rock, his <laughs> wife and Chris Rock's face, apparently. Oh um, man. Next question, UVA. uh Yeah.
3: Also, what theme would we pick?
2: Oh yeah. Um, I don't. Know. I. We haven't done Nicolas Cage yet, right? I don't think we've done a Nicolas Cage
0: movie.
2: No, no, no. I mean, no we've done, we haven't I mean, done, but yeah, we haven't done, a we theme. Haven't
0: done a, and we talked about it, but we we just haven't pulled the trigger on it. Yeah, yeah. That
2: might be that might be a decent one. I think a uh, Robin Williams one would be pretty good.
0: Oh yeah, Robin Williams.
2: Eddie Murphy one would be good, because he's had some stinkers too. So we yeah yeah. Um, We've never done Dream Girls too, so we could balance it with good and bad there. Um, hey, girl, want to rock with Jimmy early? That, <laughs> he should have won that Oscar. Yep. Fuck, fuck. I mean, Adam Arkin is also great, but he should have won that that year. It's fucking Jimmy crazy. Jimmy won't more. Jimmy won't. Jimmy <laughs>
4: won't. Jimmy <laughs> won't. Jimmy
2: won't. Jimmy won't f- ribs.
4: Jimmy won't steak. Jimmy won't piece of yolk chocolate cake. <laughs> My
2: favorite one is when he's singing the R&B song, the thrusting, and it's for all the white people. He was like, all oh, the oh, white yeah. people walking and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Fox was like, God damn it, I told him about to do. <laughs> um actually Jamie Foxx one wouldn't be
0: terrible. Yeah. And Jamie Foxx has some crazy movies. Especially
2: in the, the, early, the early early nineties. Oh yeah. boy. Oh, um, to that point, we could do like Eddie Griffin. We could get like we can get into the weird, we could do like the the black dudes that of the moment.
0: Oh, that's yeah. a that.
2: Those are a bunch of months. Yeah. yeah, it's like Cat Williams, Eddie Griffith, Kevin Hart.
0: No, I wouldn't. You can't say Kevin Hart because Kevin Hart is is very true. Yeah, very still in the moment. <laughs> true.
2: You know what it is too, real quick. Uh, the standards for black creatives compared to their white counterparts mm-hmm. is it's getting crazy. It's already bad. But, like, I just thought about the Kevin Hart, like, you know, when he tweeted some jokes about if his son were gay and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And, like, he got pulled from hosting the Oscars and shit. And then, like, people were, like, kind of abandoned him for a little bit. And I'm like, people have said way worse shit before and after that that have gotten passes.
1: Yeah. Yep.
2: Like, I thought about the Jonathan Majors thing, and people point out, they're like, yeah, that's cool, but why did Ezra Miller keep his job? Well, but that's
0: because he hasn't gotten convicted or anything, right? Well but, but that's uh Louis C K as well. Um UV put in chat. Uh but I But Louis C K just was very inappropriate and abusive. Yeah, he's inappropriate, power. but still, I mean it, it's that's still It's bad. It's yeah. bad. But
2: it's not like um there were no criminal charges uh, yes.
0: made or anything. But this is the thing. And like I was talking to somebody about this like, you know, like after the whole thing came out and they were just saying like, you know, that they just don't agree with him. Like, you know, like uh, like this they're trying to take everything he's worked for and you know such such I'm like yes but at the same time as a black man in in the business you already know you already know that if you fuck up it's over and you need to and you need yeah. to watch the company that you keep
2: that's kind of what he was saying in that weird ass audio and folks I don't know if you've heard the Jonathan Majors tape but it's it sounds like an egotistical actor who was a black man who knows how much clout he has and how much of an impact he has, mm. but it's going about the right way. Cause clearly he was in a toxic relationship. Yeah. But he also was saying some wild shit to that young lady. Yeah. He was like, you need to be, cause he was essentially like, you got drunk and then you brought up a friend and now you fucking on my night.
0: So that's yeah. not the plan. <laughs> it just, it got weird. It was, but, but it, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, like, you know, we say it about rappers, you know, all the time. It's like, yo, you go, you know, you, you, you work so hard to get mm. out of the hood, and now you're that dude. Why are you going? You don't go back and hang out with those same people because good things don't happen. Yeah, you but a saying? lot of that
2: is survivor's remorse.
0: Yes, and, and, and I get that. And guilt and stuff. But, you know, but that's how people end up getting killed or they end up, you know, in jail. Yeah, you know what of I'm course. Saying? Yeah. Because not everybody has your best interests uh, in mind. That being said, like my friend said to me about it he was just like, personally, I look at Jonathan Majors as a guy who's like more of like a nerdy guy, you know a nerdy black guy who's super talented, and then all of a sudden you know he started being recognized for all of his talent and then he started getting um he was he had the possibility to get women that he's never had before, and then he started picking the wrong ones and I'm just like, and that's why you have to have a good you have to have good people around yeah. you. You have to have good people around you, and you also just have to think ahead before you make before you make your moves. You can't think with your dick. You can't think. Um, you, you can't think just you know what what sounds good right now yeah. because you know we don't get a second chance. And Jonathan Majors, now. as much as, like, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying he's right for anything to happen. Like you know whatever happened what, it was what happened. You know what I'm saying, and he's reaping the consequences of, of that. Um, but. He's not gonna get it I'm not gonna say he's not gonna get, but he may never get that um, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, redemption story. No, he's like uh,
2: yeah, it's gonna be like uh, Chris Brown. Yeah. like Chris Brown finds found his niche audience after the you know the situation with Rihanna. Um, he says that he got the help. We've seen various outbursts from here and there. It is what it is. Um, but Jonathan Majors will, will come back. He'll have some opportunities. It's not gonna be at the marble tens of millions of dollars that he was yeah. probably gonna get. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be at that level no more. Yeah. But he started out in the indie world, he's going back to it. Yeah.
0: So shame.
2: Yeah. It was a Shame. All yeah, right. Hopefully okay. he grows from that experience and um, you know, he works on healing and so making right by the
0: mm-hmm. people he hurt. What you got, Yulia?
3: next and final question from Erica in your opinion what's the craziest episode of the podcast personally my favorite is last holiday
2: interesting because we last holiday has since become a controversial episode yeah we re-released it and got uh, quite a few angry I guess new fans that hadn't heard that episode yeah and uh wow um well, thank you, Erica, for all the questions and also uh, shouting out your favorite episode of the podcast. That's one of my favorite episodes um, for sure. Um, actually, I have you 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 talk, Justin. I have the ones that I like start, so I'm gonna look them up real quick.
0: I don't know because you know, um, obviously, Good Burger is is it, it, one, it's one <laughs> yeah, of those episodes it. because it's just so wild. Um, but Last Holiday is definitely one of the up and quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: you lost your mind on that. Oh, okay. Yeah, black and white. <laughs> the Mike Tyson shit. I mean, that whole movie was fucking nuts. And then like us just trying to make sense of it and like playing scenes, like with Elijah Wood and that one crazy white girl. It's like I just want a black dick everywhere. We're just yeah, like, what you know is what? going? <laughs> and then that's before we get to the Mike Tyson saying, if you don't like somebody, just kill him. You so don't just kill him.
0: You just <laughs> kill him. Cool. Yeah. Cause if you can't see, if you can't stand, if you can't be nice to somebody every single day, you might as well just kill him. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, that black
2: and white episode was fucking hilarious,
0: and then that's where Cracker Barrel came from. Yeah, but yeah that was a banger.
2: That was a good one. Um, <laughs> either that or what's the one where we introduced... a uh, Demolition Man, where I introduced the the Jay Z impression. Oh God, oh
0: God. <laughs> <You're laughs> it's just baby in the
2: bathtub. <laughs> he bath water. Oh yeah, bath water. Yeah. Oh. All right, uh, what do we have next, Yubi? I think we have a few more uh, things. UV on-
0: says our craziest episode is Ghostbusters. Ooh, that's another controversial. <laughs> yeah, that's that.
2: that's the one behind the, that's the one behind the paywall. That was that was crazy because that was like 15 minutes in, and I realized this nigga hadn't seen the movie.
0: No, but it was, he like, no, it was deeper in before we realized he hadn't seen the movie. It was like a half hour in. Bro. Yeah, that was like a
2: huge plot twist. <laughs> yeah, it was like. It was like so what did you think of the movie? Oh, I didn't see the movie, and we were like, "What?"
0: I remember, I remember, like my eyes widened, and I looked at you. I'm just like, I feel like in that moment we are having, um, we are having a conversation, yes, without saying a word, just through the eyes. I'm just like, "Nigga, this nigga, he ain't even see the movie. Why is
2: he here right now?" That doesn't happen anymore, folks. But surprisingly, I mean, that happened like one or two more times after that, where we were like, "Did you see the movie?" <laughs> the oh no! I didn't get a chance to watch it. There was <laughs> one dude I bought I think his name was Tail Robinson. I think we did Higher Learning with him, and I remember he came into the studio. It was at WeWork, and we were about to record. I'm like, "So, what do you think of the movie?" He's like, "Oh, I was supposed to watch the movie." I was just like, "Why? What? what, what, are, what are, you just gonna you gonna imagine it, nigga? What are you to? <laughs> what are
1: you? What are you doing here?"
2: Anyways, um, but Yuvia, what else do we have on the agenda?
3: Okay, so what is the best films and TV of 2023? And five for each of you.
0: Mm. Okay. All right. Uh, so best films and TV for 2023. For me, uh, not in any order. Leo. I love fucking. It was really cute.
2: It's
1: and it was really, really funny.
0: Yeah. It was surprisingly pretty Pretty awesome. No, like, like I love that movie. Like to the point where like I will watch it on my own. And okay. like like Jackson came out one day and it's like late at night. He's he went to bed. He's just and I was watching Leo. He's just like, You like watching Leo, Daddy? I said, Yes, I do like this movie. <laughs> yes. Um okay. uh The Killers of Flower Moon. Okay. Yeah, I very much enjoyed that one. Uh, so, uh Across the Spider-Verse. It was just such a solid uh film. Um a mutant mayhem. And actually, I'm putting air, on there. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. You know it, it, the, the movie about you know uh, the making of, of the J one. Yeah yeah. 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 Interesting.
2: Okay. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna do TV first. Um. For me, The Bear, season two is phenomenal television. Uh, two of my favorite episodes, uh, Honeydu and one of my favorite episodes of all time in television, Forks. Um. I those That whole season's phenomenal, but particularly those two episodes really stand out to me. I know a lot of people talk about the Fishes episode, which I think Jamie Lee Curtis did a better performance in that than she did the one that she got an Oscar for. I get that they're different mediums. One's television, one's uh, film, but that's my personal opinion. Um, yeah, that's the best television
0: of the year. I can't uh, even uh, give you television. Cause, you know, I don't, typically, if I watch television, this is like after the fact.
2: Yeah, it's... Uh, it's Every tough streaming.
0: It's is, is tough.
2: It's been tough to, to watch TV because like the TV that I have watched here and there has been terrible. Like Secret Invasion. First episode was pretty solid, and then it shit the bed immediately. So much so I haven't watched Loki season two. And I love Loki mm-hmm. season one. Um, kind of Peter's old. Oh shit. And this is what's fucked up about I'm hoping that I'll find a new life in Netflix. Warrior season three. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking amazing. Like no. The shit that it's been building up to for three seasons, it finally came to a head, and it was fucking brutal. It wasn't, I thought it was going to be way darker. It was still dark, but I thought it was going to be darker. I thought one of them was going to die. And
0: you mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, So, but it, it leaves the story open for a conclusion. So I'm hoping Netflix gives them one more season. I think they can definitely wrap up wait, a wait, lot.
0: Netflix picked it up?
2: For distribution. Really? I didn't know that. that. So hopefully it finds a new life, and I think it could. Oh, some, I think those so. Those are some of the best fight scenes of all time. Oh, 100%. So I think it, it definitely could find our life and hopefully get a fourth season. hmm Especially once Cobra Kai, if they could time it right, where it comes out right before or after Cobra Kai's last season, and if people are like done with Cobra Kai and like, all right, what's next? Warrior. And they're like, there's this show that was also created by Bruce Lee that's got even better fights and shit. Because I think the thing with Cobra Kai is it show young people fighting, but it actually looked good. Yeah, Like some of those fight scenes in Cobra Kai are better than something you see in movies.
0: Yeah, listen, I'll no, just, just say ridiculous. this. You're going to be hard-pressed to find better fight scenes than what you find in Warrior. Mm. And I'm talking about John Wick included. Yeah. Uh, actually, I would put Warrior against almost any martial arts film that's been made in the last 10 years. Mm. And just like, and you tell me, if, if it doesn't beat it, it doesn't rival it. And I'm talking okay. about like neck and neck. That's how close it is. That's fair.
2: That's fair. Um, I got to shout out Poker Face. Yes. On yes. An, uh, on Peacock. Phenomenal show. If you like murder mysteries, fucking phenomenal. You uh, be in the chat reminded uh, what well she said. Gem V, which I haven't seen yet. Her good things. But Last of Us. Last of Us, fantastic. And gave us something a little bit new, especially for the folks that played the game. mm that's what I really appreciate about that. I give more context about things. Um Jury Duty, I gotta shout out jury duty. That shit made me and Tati laugh so fucking hard. Um have you watched jury duty? Yep. No, dude, it's on freebie. So fucking funny. It's about this dude who he's on jury duty and he's it's being recorded for like the jury duty experience, but everyone around him, including the judge, are actors. So oh. and like dude like crazy things happen to him and he's just like what and everyone's an actor, so they're all just roll. it's so crazy.
0: He's just rolling,
2: with and he's, it? A, he's a genuinely nice guy, so it works out because they could have gotten so fucking crazy, <laughs> they could have gotten stuff where they couldn't even have a show based on what they were doing
0: to that guy. Oh, that's amazing! And then
2: James Marsden's so cool. in it, it's so funny, dude. You should definitely watch it. Okay, and then also on Freebie is a show called Primo, really funny. Huh. Uh, Shea uh, Serrano, who I'm gonna try to go on the show, he uh, is, he was the creator with Michael Schur from uh, Parks and Rec and Office. Really, really funny show, um, and really sweet as well. And then for last TV, and I can't believe I'm saying this, uh, I would say Squid Games.
0: I, I that I was communal it.
2: experience I have with my friends recently, and it's it's it was so much fun binging that show with them. Huh. Is it over yet? Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's fucking that 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 show was crazy. That's crazy, and it's 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 palatable because it's not like in subtitles and stuff. As American yeah. people just it's like the show, but obviously people don't die and it's fucking nuts, dude. Hmm. Um, and then <laughs> there's people that you like, you're like, Oh, you go, go like, yeah. yeah and then it happens. You, and you just, stand. you can't sta- stop laughing. Cause you're just like, that's the game, but they would be dead in real life. <laughs> if was a, um, I can't believe you said Leo, man, you really liked it that much.
0: Yeah. I, I, I love Leo. <laughs> I'm not, I'm like, there's no lies there.
2: Okay. Uh, I'm looking at the 2023 lists. Uh, I really enjoyed theater camp. Loved that. Um, I thought I was slept on. Oh, that was a slept on movie, especially as a theater kid. I thought that that was fucking spot on with yeah, that experience. Uh, Turtles uh, Meet Mayhem. Really loved that. Um, let's see, what else? What dramas that Rustin? Really enjoyed that. Color Purple is fucking phenomenal.
0: I you know and the uh, Rustin. I just didn't put it on my list and I had actually rusted and they kill uh, cloned Tyrone, but I'm mm. like, those are underrated. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They Tyrone Tyrone's really good. The holdovers, I I loved. I love the holdovers. Um I'm trying to think of other like Oscar-y movies. Oh, the one I just gave you um, to watch. Um fuck. About the the one I, I let you Amore oh you yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What's it called though? Shit. Um I'm blanking on the title. It's so good. Uh, Zone of... uh, The Zone of Interest. The Zone of Interest. Fantastic movie. Creepy as hell about a Nazi family um, that lives in, like, the high life during the Holocaust. It's fucking chilling. Is it
0: a TV show or a movie? It's It's a movie.
2: Okay. It's a movie. Um, And then last but definitely not least because it's my favorite movie of 2023, Across the Spider-Verse. That's one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. So I'm... That's top of the the list for me. American Fiction's really good too but Across the Spider-Verse, Anyone ask me, what's your favorite movie this year? It's Across the Spider-Verse. I've watched that movie, especially now it's on Netflix, like once a week now at this yeah. point. Yeah. All right, what? right. Uh, let's wrap up this bad boy, Yuvia. What's next?
3: All right. Final question. Hopes for the podcast in 2024.
0: Hmm. Hopes. We wishing and hoping and praying. I got a hope. What was that?
2: Um, initially it would be for us to take the show to at least one other place outside of New York Mm. for a live show. But honestly, folks, um, I want it to be, I want the show to get to a place where this could be almost a full-time job. Mm. I think between the movie news episodes we're going to be bringing back, um, I think, you know, people really seem to really enjoy our take on movies our shared life experiences, things like that. It'd be really cool to be able to do this two to three times a week. And that's like kind of our primary job. Mm, Just true. talking movies, having friends on. Cause that allow us to have more guests on and stuff. Cause we'd have the bandwidth and the schedule would open up more. Um, and we like doing this. So this would be cool to be almost like a full-time job. So patreon.com slash media popcorn <laughs> is how you can make that hope come true for a uh, old Brandon Collins over here. Did I say Brandon? I met Eddie. <laughs> A mirror post. This is Eddie Collins. Uh, just so so. If one of you, my <laughs> hopes for the new
0: year is that Eddie Collins falls out of a fucking <laughs> a, a window, a skyscraper window, and I never hear that name ever again. This uh, is a <laughs> Fight Club. <laughs> I'm not gonna get rid of my other personality. Um, yeah, you know, I, I would say that. Uh, you know, you know, just having you know cool guests. You know, what I'm saying like you know, cause, yeah, I, I love a good guest. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I I also like talking to people from like you know. That I I guess different walks of life that we typically, you know, wouldn't cross all the time. So I think that's just cool. You know, booking a good guest is always great.
2: Yep. Yuvia in the chat says, I love booking those guests too. Yep. Except when they don't show up, right, Yuvia? Which doesn't really happen (laughs) too much, but it's happening. It's happened like once or twice this year, I think. Yeah. But that's that's the life of a podcaster, folks. Um, Thank you as always for your support. Hope you enjoyed the Charlie Brown episode before this. Hope you enjoyed our. Answers to your questions. And you can continue asking us questions, right, Justin? Because we have a voicemail at mm-hmm.
0: 347 508 zero, zero,
2: Or you can e- email us at mediumpod at gmail.com. We'll
0: answer the, your questions, comments, and, concerns. And guys, and, and on and actually, episode. you know what could actually help us is if you guys think that, like, hey, I think that you guys should be doing this. You know mm. something that we that, that maybe we don't even think about. You know, if you want to give us a suggestion, we'd love to hear it. You can leave it as a, as a, a voicemail, or actually for, for something like that, you know that which would greatly affect the show. You know, let uh, set, shoot us an email. You know, give us uh, you know just you Know uh, what you think and how you think that we can propel ourselves to the next level. Yep. Also, send us movie review suggestions. Uh, that's our
2: producer, UBS request. So hit us up on social media at MediumP Podcast and all social media platforms, including TikTok. We're on there now. Or you can email us again at MediumPod at gmail.com. As always, you know, you can follow me at Frodo underscore Blackens on X and uh, threads and Instagram, all that shit, TikTok. I don't even do tech. I just watch videos on TikTok. I don't post on it. Mm-hmm. Do you do anything on TikTok? No. I know you have a
0: page, but I Yeah, I, no, I, I you you got I nothing with it. All right. Well, how can people follow you, Justin? Guys, you know I'm Jay Brown and did it on all of the socials, so that's how you can find me. We still don't know what he did. Mm. You know what I did. Do I? You do.
2: All right, everybody. <laughs> Wishing you a happy New Year. Thank you New so year. much as always for support in 2023 and again patreon.com slash medium popcorn you want to support the show you want to help us kick off the new year on a good foot sign up for patreon.com slash medium popcorn mm-hmm. yeah talk to y'all soon indeed
1: medium popcorn we are two niggas, spoil and move Yeah. Brandon Collins, that's me And Justin Brown for your moving needs Medium popcorn, Woo. you haven't seen it, well we're gonna spoil it Spoil it in your face That's your warning uh. So if you get pissed or you phone.